1: Like this could have been uh, a moment where you just you, you stop with the this has to be a win. You stop with this has to be a debate, and and then all of a sudden we can recognize each other's humanity for a couple seconds. Especially someone who has been through this experience firsthand. And, and yes, their real world example. Is, is very important in this case, especially when framing it around whether or not someone is in fact getting consent and if that is involved. Uh, the following discussion debate between uh, RGR, Riley Gray Rochon, and Doe will feature very graphic descriptions of child sexual abuse. Uh, Doe is a child sexual abuse victim. She is a child trafficking victim. I should say actually survivor uh, because of its strength in talking about these kind of things. Um, Doe uses it, its pronouns. Uh, So if you're going to be referring to it in the chat, please uh, do so with that. And to begin about this. Now, I've said a couple times that there is a very strong anger that is boiling over in all aspects of the media. It doesn't matter if it's Twitter, Facebook, any kind of social media. Uh, And it's uh, obviously Twitch politics is not absolved of this. So Twitch politics has become... Uh, very, very combative. Uh, It's become a thing of team sports, and usually it starts from larger teams, and then breaks its way all the way down the pipelines there. Are you team Destiny? Are you team Vosh? Are you team Hassan? It doesn't matter whose team you are, most likely you're going to align with one thing or another, and then people are always surprised when individuals don't fall into these specific categories, and everything they do or say doesn't adhere to the exact definitions of this. If you are unfamiliar what was happening prior to this, Doe has made accusations towards Riley that Riley has stated publicly that Doe is either enabling uh, or being a a useful idiot to pedophiles in its rhetoric. Um, It has talked, and this all started from the kink in pride debate, uh, which of course comes up every single time that pride is coming along, um, which, you know, uh, blossomed into this horrifying series of panels. In these panels, people were defending their, uh, either whether they feel that it is appropriate for kink to take place at Pride or not. And then that eventually fell into categories of, well, how do we define things like kink? How do we define things like sexuality? How do we uh, define things like observe sexuality? If someone is witnessing someone else and how they're interacting uh, outside, if they are, say, the example that was originally brought up by Doe, I believe, is people who walk around in sandals or bare feet because their feet are exposed. Are they doing that with the express intent of uh, arousing people who have foot fetishes? The answer, of course, is no. You're just walking out in sandals because you like the sandals and they're comfortable. But are there people who have severe foot fetishes who will then see that and become aroused as a result? Yes, that, that, that is just uh, part of being out in public and the way other human beings will react to seeing other human beings. If you are wearing uh, skimpy or clothes, uh, are you doing that with the express intent of arousing everyone around you, or do you like how you look in it? Now, that is a case by case basis. People can dress sexy if they want to dress sexy. Uh, people can do it room. because they want to be perceived as sexy. Thank you, Karo uh, Bakari, for the prime. I appreciate that. Um, people can dress sexy because they want to appear sexy to other people and elicit uh, a response from that, or they can just dress they want to dress, and uh, they're allowed to do so, obviously within, within reason. Um, You can't go completely naked running around in public, even if you are a nudist. Um, But at the same time, this has been a discourse that has been happening on for a very long time. I mean, this goes back. It used to be a thing where women couldn't show their knees uh, or if they showed a little too much shoulder. That might be considered hypersexualized. Or, you know, even if I were a low cut like this, someone could be like, oh, Lance is intentionally trying to show his hairless chest. And uh, part of that is because he wants to elicit a sexual response from people. But is that the same thing as acting out sexually in public or acting towards people sexually? This was the basis for all of this. Now, it reached, obviously, um, a crisis point when the accusations of pedophilia started being thrown around. What is the worst thing in society, the absolute worst thing you can be? It's a pedophile. It is something that is universally reviled. Even I in my attempts to be consistent and uphold leftist beliefs, have a very hard time and struggle with this constantly in saying that this requires rehabilitative justice. When someone's like, well, this is a horrifying pedophile who molested like 16 kids. You're like, well, this person is just irredeemable. And they should be locked away for the rest of all time so they can't harm other people, stuff like that. Um, it is it is the worst thing you can be accused of being, uh, and very close to that is being accused of someone who either aids or abeds pedophiles or pedophile rhetoric. This has been used historically towards the LGBTQ plus community uh, since this culture war has been going on. Uh, Gay men in America back when being gay was uh, illegal... Uh, would be accused of being pedophiles or have the, uh, the tarnish of being pedophiles. Uh, people would try to justify it, saying that homosexual behavior can lead to pedophilic behavior. That is still continuing to this day. You'll find on the alt-right, there are movements to add the letter P to the LGBTQ+, plus uh, you know, lexicon of, num- of letters, um, because they say that, well, that is an alternative lifestyle as well, so why aren't pedophiles included with this? It is being used categorically to... Um, erase and or destroy uh, the lives of the queer community, and it's obviously a very dangerous thing. Also, right-wingers frequently use the accusations of pedophilia in order to tarnish uh, individual actors they don't like. Look to Mike Serenovich, for example, who would accuse other broadcasters he doesn't like, whether that's Sam Cedar or Vic Berger, of being pedophiles based on joke tweets they had made. Um, There's also very popular things where people do vigilante pedophile hunting on the internet. Um, And the problem with pedophile hunters, even if they are doing this from a purely uh, standpoint of, I'm only doing this because I want to catch pedophiles, so I'm pretending to be uh, an adolescent online, so that I can then meet up with this pedophile, at which point I will uh, have recorded and documented all the proof, and then uh, all that documentation I can submit to the police kind of thing. Even if that is strictly what you're doing in the purest sense There are also numerous cases of people doing that and falsely accusing other people of being pedophiles and those people's lives being destroyed as a result. Um, Again, if it's the worst thing you can accuse a person of being and certainly horrible to be adjacent to a pedophile, then falsely accusing someone of either uh, espousing pedophilic beliefs or being a pedophile themselves uh, is unbelievably damaging. It's where the term pedo jacketing comes from because you're falsely accusing someone of being a pedophile without enough evidence to back that up or you're accusing them of aiding or embedding pedophilia. So it is obviously a very, very serious charge to be made. This was the original basis for the friction that was uh, created between Doe's community and Riley Grace Rawstrong's community. Doe uh, claims that Riley had made tweet posts that were directly inferring that she was a uh, aiding pedophiles with its rhetoric uh, while at the same time we're now having um, a she said he uh, it said uh, where it is a case uh, where the other person in the story um, says that that never happened uh, and then this eventually boiled over into the debate that took place here this debate um, left me feeling absolutely horrible Uh, not just because of the very extreme graphic content that is going to be brought up in this debate which it will, so I'm telling anyone who uh, is triggered by graphic descriptions of uh, child abuse, sexual abuse, uh, unfortunately I would turn, uh, well, I would just turn away, I wouldn't listen to it, Um, but the reason it upset me so much is that there is a second conversation going on Twitch right now, and that's always been the conversation about debates, about panels, about debate bros, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is, what is the purpose of all this? Now, A lot of people have always been mad at me for not just openly condemning any form of debate or conversation because I do believe that if you are a public figure and you talk about certain issues, you should be also comfortable speaking about them against someone who might be a detractor for two reasons. One, it actually will show that you know a little bit more about what you're talking about or even flesh out your ideas, maybe in real time. Uh, But two, it kind of leaves that echo chamber and helps you refine. Your arguments, because again, if you come out and you stay saying, "Hey, this is what I believe," and then you've got a conservative on the other end of that who's like, "Well, that's just not true. These statistics show otherwise," you might be challenged in a way that you never are if you consistently just stay within your own political sphere and talk about the same things all the time. That's why I've I've said that I don't think condemning any form of debate is is wrong or or, sorry condemning every form of debate is the thing to do or that no one should uh, ever debate or have interactions or there's no such thing as panels I mean it would be nice to see productive panels Uh, it would be nice for people to create panels in which the whole idea is not to get as many digs and memes uh, and uh, gotchas as possible and that's one of the things that I think has destroyed this entire medium because being right is becoming the only thing that's important and being right, I mean, that's the opposite of good faith. If two people are entering a conversation, you should be entering that conversation with the possibility that you could have your opinions changed, uh, depending on the information that is provided, depending on how things go. Uh, and I've seen it happen before in real time. I hosted a debate uh, with know Nothing TV, um, in which uh, by the end of it, uh, I think it was like 40 minutes in, he just fully said, well, having taken in this information and learning what I've learned, uh, I will now concede that I was wrong on this stance. And that's pretty much all I have to say. And that was like, wow, that's pretty much as good faith as anything can be if you're willing to listen and learn from what you see. Um, But if these have just become, uh, let's just say, the, the playground of the wins, the gotchas, the gets, can I get a clip out of this? Can I make my opponent say something that is utterly and bafflingly wrong? Can I get them to be embarrassed? Can I get them and their community to admit loss? Because it's just ego versus ego. We're no longer really... Debating ideas for no longer. It's not about high-level ideas or anything like that. This is about wins and gotchas Um, And that is a massive problem Uh, It's a massive problem because in this case and the reason this one was so uh, Like deeply upsetting to me was because we are dealing with an instance in which one of the individuals happens to be a survivor one of the individuals who has been talking about these issues directly related to uh, pedophilia, directly related to uh, child abduction, directly related to human trafficking, was a victim of those things. And so in a conversation about those issues, to talk about your lived experience is perfectly valid, in my opinion. I think it's perfectly fine uh, to to bring this up and then to say, this is something in which I can directly attest to because I was involved within it. Um, that's not a debate tactic. That's that's not a gotcha. That's that's not someone trying to set someone up for a trick or anything like that. That is directly pertinent to the conversation it had, and that's why I I was so deeply upset the first time I watched this. I'm you know I've had time to process the whole thing. Uh, I want to watch parts of it now again to to rehash it and to kind of get through some of the issues. But again, I do have to prepare everybody for the content because it does get uh, very graphic. Before I start, uh, Jeff underscore Waldorf, very good to see uh, you here. Everyone, go check out Jeff's channel, Twitch TV slash Jeff underscore Waldorf. I don't know, Lumi seems good faith to me, but I haven't watched any of their debates. Oh, Lumi's very good faith.
2: Can, can we go a little bit further? Oh wait, which one? Oh, I just, I just think, it, I just think that, that you're leaving off a lot of really important information. Is, is it okay if we, if we read a little bit more?
3: Well, I in this tweet, it was just the two
2: pictures. Yeah, no, no, no yeah, that that, that that tweet is just those two pictures. But that wasn't the end of our interaction, right?
3: Um, there are a lot of other interactions. I asked you if you want to talk about gender. You and- did ask. You actually said, feel free to talk about gender here when I, when I asked to come on and talk about this other topic. Um- yeah, I was interested in talking about multiple topics. Yeah. I thought that that was cool, because I know that you've talked about gender before. And I am also someone who talks about gender a lot. Um, so I was super hecking interested in talking to you, but like, I know that you very strongly do not want to talk about gender with me. And I don't know why, but uh, yeah, you don't have to. I'm not going to force you to. Mm.
1: Yes, this is um- dope.
3: So do you mind if I ask you, like, just in here, you said that I repeatedly called you a pedophile. So first, can I get like, um, just like all of the places? Like, can you just tell me? Um, You can tell me if I've like- Well, how about I ask you a question?
2: Around the time, um, this summer of the Kink at Pride conversation, um, did you private your Twitter and delete all of your tweets?
3: Um, Yeah, I did. I was getting a lot of harassment Mm -hmm. at that point.
2: I'm sure you were privating your account. I, I delete my account every once in a while and reactivate it when I'm, when I'm feeling a little, you know, I've got some other stuff to do and I don't want to focus on Twitter. Um,
3: yeah. The reason I deleted or I deleted a lot of my content and I privated my account was because I was getting harassed a lot by people, mostly associated with you and your community. Um, yeah. I was just getting like constantly, constantly harassed. And I uh, was just recovering from surgery around that time. So I, uh, yeah, I just had to do that for my own mental health sake. You had to delete your tweets. For um, mental health? Yeah, that's okay. a place where people can be able to harass me, yeah.
2: I mean, you had your account privated. It's a little hard when you're privated. Well, well, yeah, like I wanted to make sure that when I
3: reopened it, because I wanted to make sure that when I reopened it, that people could not, like, go through and harass me with the tweets that were still on there. That was around... Can I
2: ask what harassment means to you? I'm sorry for interrupting. If you want to finish what you were saying, I'm, I apologize.
3: Yeah, so around... I'm trying to remember. Was that the kink at Pride or... It's the around Internet? July. I was around, so that was, wait, hold on. So that would have been, that was Eat the Rich, right? There are a lot of people Oh, I wasn't, saying, I didn't do anything to you about Eat the Rich. I've, okay, I, well, I know that like around that time, there are a lot of people who are sending me death threats.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we saw some of those. Um, I think that that's pretty wrong to send you death threats. I think it's pretty inappropriate, pretty, pretty, pretty wrong. I, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I've experienced similar things. I'm sorry about that. You have a few members so of I, your community I, who like to say wait, lots of things about well,
3: I me. Mean, wait, hold on. So do you do have, have you know, wait, hold down. on. Who in my community has done anything like that gammy gammy hold on wait gammy is not part of my community she's
2: in your chat right now
3: is anyone who's <laughs> in my chat wait hold on you are in my chat
2: <laughs> yeah after i was blocked from here because okay um, hold
3: on yes. no hold on uh, there's a hold on i'm talking to a lot of people who i disagree with this is the first time that gammy has been in my chat in months all right okay that's
2: fair but do you remember when you posted a tweet a while back and you said here's some really good accounts that i think are really important for you to follow for good trans voices and one of them was gammy
3: yeah, no, I remember that. So um, at some point, I aware you of a, a lot of things that, things that she was
1: doing. Yeah, I wasn't aware. I'm not aware of who all these people are. Okay, so this is Doe. Doe is the one who was accused of either uh, aiding or, uh, intentionally, or unintentionally aiding uh, pedophile rhetoric uh, online uh, a number of times and had to deal, obviously, with the harassment that came with that accusation. And now this is a conversation between it and her accuser. Um, in which uh, it's trying to bring up some of these topics uh, directly for the first time. This is the first time I think the two of them have spoken about this issue since it first started.
3: Of a lot of the more problematic things that Gammy had done, it's actually why I ended up deleting that, or part of the reason why I ended up deleting that and uh, disregarding that. But also, this okay. isn't part of the comment that we're. This isn't what we're talking about. You came. Oh, oh, I mean, they're all kind of
2: relevant. There. You, you were talking about harassment, and I was, I was just curious what, uh, what, what you consider well, harassment. Well, you're asking because... me why
3: I privated my account and deleted it. So well, I'm asking why you deleted tweets. When
2: you were yeah. telling people that, that that um others were 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 um Hold quote, on, wait, unquote, are you
3: Yeah. All right. Do you have all right? So is the allegations? I just want to be very clear. Do you have any tweets, or are there any tweets that you're alleging where I called you a pedophile?
2: Um, there were. I don't have any screenshots on me. You, you deleted them. So, um, no, wait, wait. So hold but, on. So if
3: I, because I would dispute that that is the case, but if I say that, then are you just going to accuse me of lying?
2: Yeah, uh, accuse you of lying for, for for. I'm sorry. Say that again.
3: So I would say that I do not remember, to the best of my ability, ever tweeting calling you a pedophile. Do you have any screenshots or evidence of that being the case?
2: Um, I I have a video of you saying that I <clears throat> intentionally or unintentionally was justifying pedophilia and-
3: uh, Okay, we're gonna go over that. But yeah, I want- yeah, we are gonna I go over examples. It. Yeah, no, we'll go over that. But I just wanna, you said multiple times, you said here that I called you a pedophile multiple times. I want to know exactly when those multiple times were.
2: You deleted your Twitter I, or your tweets. I can't go find them, but I can find the one. That,
3: wait, so I would dispute. I would say that I never tweeted calling you a pedophile.
2: Okay, you can, you can hold that. I, I, can't, I can't push you on that. I believe that you did. You believe that I did. I'm not gonna call you a liar. That's fine um but you had a video in which you said it
3: i had a video all right so let's talk about that video because i think that's what you tweeted here right yeah and um, then
2: your girlfriend i'm assuming um that's what i was told all right I hold on move.
3: i'm not going to talk about the view all right hold on i'm not here to defend what my girlfriend said all right mm, we're okay. gonna talk about what i said all right so- So you're saying that this video is evidence of me calling you a pedophile. That's what you're saying.
2: Um, I do think saying that someone is intentionally or unintentionally justifying pedophilia is calling them a pedophile because what you're saying is that they think it's okay to do sexual acts to children.
3: No, 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 no. Don't twist my words. I don't think I twisted anything. I don't know. I don't think that you are being very honest when you say that.
1: So there's there's two things to go from this because I think they are going to get stuck in the uh the technicality. Did I literally call you a pedophile? Did I say you are a pedophile? Or did I say that your statements uh either support or unintentionally support pedophilia? Um in either direction that you look at it, you are aiding or helping pedophiles through your rhetoric. Is is the accusation, which I think is a fair one.
3: All right. So we can listen to the clip right now. I'll listen to it with my chat. Okay. All right. I guess I have to no, hold on. Let me come
2: pull it up really quick. I don't I don't have mine open
3: all um, right hold on. There's a second clip. Here's a second clip. She continues in so, level of intelligible nonsense saying that king is defined in relation to sexuality, therefore involving children in sexual act. This is intentional or not the stupidest sleight of hand I've ever seen. What the fuck is, are you talking that's about? That's
2: an insane that's an insane thing to say to me. I don't I don't know like how that's a defensible statement. Like if you're defining something in relation to sexuality, and then you are suggesting that children should be involved in that, you're involving children in sexuality. That's that's
3: the most logic yes! valid string of uh, words that I can think of off the top of my head, right? So I wait, know. are you
2: done already? I think you I think uh, yeah, to... I'm, waiting
3: for, I'm sorry. I was waiting for you. I was, I was waiting oh, for I'm sorry.
2: You. I have a, I have a, uh, uh, a Second one that has a little bit more context. That's a little bit longer the than the one that I quote tweeted right. with but it's okay Um, uh, okay, so uh, we can already... both play it at the same time now if you want
1: Thank you for the 200 bits when you say the accusation is fair Which one do you mean? I think the accusation by Doe is a fair one Like if you're saying that what you are doing is either intentionally or unintentionally supporting ped- pedophilia then you are accusing that person of aiding pedophiles like, that is a very serious accusation to make.
3: Huh. Uh, all right, wait, which one are you playing? Um, is, it, is it the same clip?
2: Well, here, how about I do this? What? I've got this one that's got a little bit fuller context.
3: All right, when you say fuller context. Oh, shit,
2: I, was, I tried to deem it to you so you could see it. It's, it's just the previous part of the video. I, I clicked the, the, the one part because it's so part of uh, the actually file. but the minute leading up to it, I also have a separate video of. But we can right? just watch the quick one if you really want.
3: Yeah.
0: The 20-second I'm, one. Yeah, well, it's the one that you tweeted at I me. Mean. Yeah,
2: the quote tweet. We can watch that one really quick. Ready? Okay. All right. Three, two, really one. Really weird. Now, a lot of people. They're really weird. Really a lot of people. Really the weird. Are out the really yeah, weird case. Really weird case. Apparently, it's fine to, to
3: do in front of children. We should be able to justify doing it in front of them, even if it's explicitly involving them in a the sexual act. Like, what the fuck is going on? This is unironic. Oh my god. They are either negligently justifying pedophilia or intentional.
1: <laughs> you said uh, debate bro drama. Is this all the sort TV is now? I guess you didn't watch any of the rest of the stream, but that's fine. Anyways, yeah, we're going to continue.
3: justifying pedophilia. I have no idea what the fuck it is. Okay. So yeah. You... And okay. the, the so, where, so I'm going to ask you. So where in that clip did I call you a pedophile?
2: When you say that someone is intentionally or unintentionally. Well, there's a couple places. No, um, no. Hold on. on. Let me hold first, on. That it, is not, not calling you a a really a direct pedophile.
3: question and you want let me finish my sentence. Go right, Good. Thank you. A thank you, you That's saying it. that you advocated, that you made an argument that is typical to expect that um, pedophiles would make. All right? That is my argument, and I stand by that argument. We can go into the merits of it if you want let's to. Let's go into the
2: merits, because clearly just talking about this one sentence isn't going to go anywhere. Um, so I think, I think it's prudent of us to talk about.
1: So even if it ends there, that you make the same arguments pedophiles make, and that's the only thing that you're leaving it at, that still is a very, very serious accusation to levy on someone.
3: Mm-hmm. Your no, definition. Let's start with exactly what you said. All right? So you said, and I quote, some people like feet. If you go shoeless to a public event because your partner likes feet, Mm -hmm. you're not, quote, involving children in a sexual act. That's what you said,
2: right? That is what I said.
3: You're talking about a foot fetish. I
2: am talking about a foot fetish. I'm proud of you.
3: Okay. So I want you to answer me this question. Mm -hmm. If you are getting off your partner's foot fetish around children, do you think it's not a little reasonable for someone to say, okay, this seems like something that... A pedophile may argue, and this person either knows what they're doing, or they are negligent, and they're saying it even though they don't understand its implications.
2: So, nowhere in this tweet has anyone talked about getting off.
3: Wait, hold on. What do you think happens when you appeal to someone's sexual kink? Or sorry, not we're talking about fetish. We're talking talking about
2: about sexual desires is what we're talking talking about. about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also it's it's unintentionally appealing to it is what they're discussing. Like if someone walks out in public in sandals, are you intentionally trying to appeal to every foot fetishist on the street or are you just wearing sandals because you like the way the sandals felt? Uh, in the middle of everything. Uh, Use. Too many days. It's one to two hours of debate bro drama nearly every day. Well, off to the issues. So I started, and again, I guess you missed the start of the stream. I mean, we started at the two hour and 30 mark. So if you want to watch two hours and 30 minutes of news coverage, you you can go rewind and and watch that part. But this is actually more than just debate bro drama. This is actually pretty crucial. Not just the issues uh, involving like the LGBTQ community, which uh, I, I was taking very seriously during the time of the Pride of Kink because I thought this whole discourse was quickly devolving into conservative talking points, but also this is very indicative of all the problems with, and it's what I started the statement with, the debate bro atmosphere surrounding what should be very serious conversations, uh, incredibly difficult ones to have. Uh, They shouldn't be framed in the, like, I gotcha. We're gonna we're gonna prove you're wrong. I'm right. Uh, here comes the dunk. Here comes the clip. Here comes the like the highlight reel. Oh, now it's trending on Twitter. And then the cycle continues. The next person to do it. Like this is, this whole conversation to me was one of the most striking examples of what is wrong with all of that.
3: Yeah, we're talking about no. We're talking about getting off someone else's. No. Panic. You keep saying getting
2: off. Why do you keep saying that?
3: Because that's the only implication. All right, so I guess- Can I give you an up.
2: implication? You're allowed to ask questions
3: if you're confused. I mean, I'm very much not confused. I can guarantee you that. But let me ask you a question. Well, so you haven't represented me talk-
2: correctly yet. So I, I think you might be just a little bit confused.
3: I'm going to doubt that. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. So what is your definition of a sexual act?
2: Um, <clears throat> so uh, sex acts is like super complex. I think the, the biggest issue that I actually have, and I mean, not biggest, but the first issue I have is probably your definition of sex act. Um, if I remember correctly, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'll give you a chance to in just a second. Um, yeah. That 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 a sex act is any action that occurs with um, sexual intent, sexual desire, right? Is that, is that about right?
3: Uh, roughly. It's when you do something intentionally and primarily appealing to yours or someone else's sexual desires.
2: Yeah, okay. So I think I got it about right. Um, so I think that this is so broad as to be useless and I don't think... That any um, legal system uh, defines
3: it this way. For example, I would disagree. Um, I, I, can I, I finish disagree. my sentence, please? Yeah, go ahead. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, I disagree with that.
2: I just don't know why you have to interrupt me when I'm in the middle of talking.
3: Well, I'm just saying that I disagree with that. I'm okay, well, talk. in my state,
2: I looked up the sex acts law, and they actually, so I live in North Carolina, and criminal law designates differences between sex acts, sexual contact, sexual activity, and sexual penetration. Um, they define sex acts as the sexual contact of one or more sex organs, including but not limited to cunnilingus, fellatio, analingus, or an, uh, anal intercourse, or the penetration of any object into the genital or anal opening of another person's body. Sexual contact is a focus on touching a person's, quote, intimate parts. Sexual penetration is, we can understand that, and sexual activity, um, the main thing that they listed there was masturbation. Um,
3: okay, so... So, so we, we have mean-
2: a lot of different, um, it's, a, it's a very varied, um, the legal system is a very varied way of, of approaching these kinds of discussions. Um, and a, yeah, and
3: uh, so I actually there's some interesting context because I've actually taken, so as you know, I'm a law student. I've actually taken criminal law. Are you familiar with the history of how we've gotten into like our modern um, common law rape standard? Uh, I I I
2: probably don't know the history as well as you do being a law student, but I was actually in the middle of talking. Um, I don't know, again, why you interrupted me. I was was actually, you asked me a really direct question and I was actually walking my way through it. I I don't know why you keep doing this.
3: I mean, like if you keep talking and you just keep going on and- you I just listed legal systems
2: sex acts and the way that it differentiates between it because one of my points here is that That this is a very nuanced conversation. And I think you lose some of the nuance that I think is really important to this conversation.
3: You're right. So we can go through that and we can talk about why those definitions are in fact problematic. Because the history of the evolution of the legal standard for what constitutes a sex, act, a, sex act, um, a sex act has actually been to broaden it more over time. Historically, rape was only the penetration of a vagina by a penis by a man of a woman uh, um, yeah, and using excessive force. But yeah. Yeah. the yeah. reason why that's not what the standard P-Word? anymore, P-Word the really reason designed. why that's not the standard anymore is because we realize that actually sex acts are a lot more than just physical penetration. That's true. Yeah, that is true. So I would not say that the law is a good heuristic to be able to rely on in this conversation since we are able to recognize that sex and sex acts are a lot more than just basic forms of penetration.
2: I agree. I actually listed things that weren't penetration. I listed yeah, I things that, that, that we weren't penetration. Broader,
3: and I would say that we still need a broader understanding of sex acts because you end up excluding a lot of very harmful situations that run into the problem of violating
0: one's consent.
2: That is where I was going to move the conversation as a question of consent. And because um, you seem to, again, correct me if I'm wrong, have a view that... Um, we consent to seeing things in public, but that's like a thing that happens.
3: No, wait, hold on. My exact view, in respect to consent, especially as it concerns sex, is that if you are going to, if someone is going to involve you in a sex act or do something around you as a sex act, then you need to acquire their consent to do that. If you do not, then you violate their consent. You categorically cause them harm. Children cannot- Wait, how do
2: you cause them harm?
3: Because you're violating a fundamental deontological rule.
2: That doesn't mean anything. Can you explain
3: that? Yeah, there are certain things which if you do they are inherently morally wrong. Murder is an example. You do it, it is inherently morally wrong.
1: My um I don't know if you can pick it up but my fire alarm is going off right now. Please do not be alarmed at home. Uh, there's no fire going on in my building and this I guess goes double for uh, if Twitch uh, is watching me. Uh, this is a fire alarm test uh, which has been going on all day. It's uh, it's going to be done a couple more times. Uh, so just so you know the, if you hear fire alarms in the background, the building is not on fire. It would be actually a very unfortunate time for a fire to happen in the building because it would be happening directly when, when the fire alarm testing is going on. But just so you know, that that little buzzing you hear every now and then uh, is the emergency test. That's why uh, you know Chico looks kind of upset because he's not enjoying it. But uh, I will, uh, I will mute myself until that ends.
3: Wrong. Wow. Violating someone's consent is inherently morally wrong. The reason why goes back to the Kantian categorical imperative. If we were to do certain things in society, then that would mean that we end up leading to a contradiction, whereas we end up not being able to have the thing that we wanted to begin with. If you go around violating other people's consent, then we end up justifying a world where anyone can violate anyone's consent, we no longer have consent. And I really care about consent. So I say we do everything we can to respect consent, especially concerning sex. I
2: think we should absolutely respect consent, too. I think it's really important. I just don't think that when it comes to the public, that there is a very good um uh argument for
3: um uh
2: s- seeing something being involved in it now we're I mean, we're not oh, even the in the, the, no, the, hold
3: the, on, the no. it's not it's not the seeing the thing all right that's not the issue the issue is not seeing the well i mean like it's sort of seeing the thing it, it is on you say that,
2: that right. it's about seeing that that they don't have you haven't gotten the consent of no. others to see it to hold be on. around you while no. you do
3: it Wait, hold on. No, I thought I that's what you, you
2: just said. I'm sorry if
3: it's not. I was just... No, we're, no we're focusing on consent. And the yeah. consent is either about the risk... It's either about being involved
0: in the sex act or the risk yeah, of you being involved. With some wet okay. P-word. P-word so tell you.
2: what does being involved mean?
0: Because it uh, seems like...
3: a sexual act. There's a lot of different sex acts, I would say. For example, we can imagine situations where people, in, like in the BDSM community, are engaging in a sexual act where both are getting off despite the fact that they may not be touching each other at all. Like, we can easily imagine this kind of a conversation. Or we can imagine, like, if someone is watching porn, we can imagine that, like, oh, well, in that case, they're not touching another person. They're probably engaging in some kind of sex act. Or, like, phone sex, which has sex in the name. You're not talking to another person. We would call that a sex act. Or you are talking to another person, but it's digital, right? Like, the whole point is that I want to make sure that we have a comprehensive definition of sex. Because I think, that any of these in, I think that any of these instances, you would agree with me, constitute sex. And if not, we end up getting into incredibly dangerous situations. Any of the things that you just listed constitute sex?
0: Um, I would say that they are sex acts, specifically. Yeah. Like, for example, um, let's say... Here, we'll, we'll go through some hypotheticals. Let's say that you are interacting...
3: Um, let's say that you have like a crush on some, or you know someone else who has like a crush on a coworker, wherever it is that you work. Hypothetical right? got
2: out really quick. So I know somebody who has a crush on a coworker.
3: Okay. okay. And let's say that in that instance, the person who has the crush takes a picture of the coworker without their knowledge and ends up masturbating to it without their consent. Would you agree with me that this is something which is morally wrong?
1: Now, in this example, the first thing I thought of is a, okay. So in terms of consent, if you've taken their photo without their consent, yes, that's wrong. You should get their consent to do so. Two, if you are pleasuring yourself to the idea or the imagination of another human being, I don't think you've involved them until you tell them. Once you've told them, then yes, then you've violated their consent. If you masturbate to just the imagination of your friend or your friend's partner or something like that, and that's where it starts and stops, well, I mean, outside of becoming the thought police, there's not much more to be said about that. If you then go up to that coworker and you're like, yesterday I dreamt of you and then I masturbated, you have violated their consent because you are involving them in the act itself. That is where you go beyond that line.
3: Um,
2: I think that the taking depends on the kind of picture um, and the just expectation just, of I'm, what?
3: Let's just say that it's just them in their work uniform.
2: Um. I don't know if I can morally condemn someone for masturbating and thinking about somebody. Taking a picture without somebody's consent is like the strange part.
3: Okay, hold on. Now, all right, what that's a that's an int- you have to All right, let's let's elaborate on that then. All right, then let's say that after that coworker masturbates to the person who they did not acquire the consent, be able to masturbate to that person that they go and they tell that person that they masturbated to them. Would you reasonably expect that the person who was masturbated to without their knowledge would probably feel violated to some degree?
2: Uh, I, I don't have to consider it it's happened to me. Yeah, it's a little weird.
3: Okay, cool. So why is no, It's not just weird, you would say that that's morally wrong.
2: Um we're going to have a moral problem in this debate. I'm trying not to like make it the point
3: because it doesn't matter, but Right, you know, it, wait, hold on. It absolutely does. Violating someone's consent I'm Sorry. Is I want to make sure that we are protecting people. I don't
2: believe in morals the way that you do. So I'm trying to avoid that kind of conversation because we don't need to have a metal ethical conversation in this discussion. I don't think that I could say that it's morally wrong to masturbate to somebody, but I think telling them is strange. I don't know if I would say it's morally wrong. It, it clearly is no, going to make them uncomfortable,
3: this, but- now this, Wait, so hold on. So if, you're, if you masturbate to someone else and you don't get their consent, then it's fine as long as they don't find out?
2: Yeah, I don't, uh, uh, I, I, I would say that there are ways that it can be wrong. Um, what are the ways? Um, I think
1: that Like it can be creepy It could be definitely weird For sure I mean if you're masturbating To your friend's partner If it's like Oh yeah that guy I really love So I'm gonna you know Fire up the dildo tonight And masturbate to him But uh, happens to be My friend's partner I mean that's That's where I would place that But in terms of violating their consent, I don't think you violated their consent until you tell them. If you tell them you are involving them in that sex act, you are then going up to them and being like, yeah, so I masturbated to you yesterday. I'd be like, yeah, okay, well, gross and also weird and why? And yes, then you are, I say, morally trespassing on someone's consent.
2: That that sexual desire towards children. Um...
3: No, we're would no be, hold on, wait, pause. No, we're talking about the nature of what is a sex act. Do not pivot away from this. I'm why would it be trying to pivot
2: away? I was trying to tell you an example of where I thought it would be wrong.
3: Okay, so the, the example would be wrong if it would be children? Yeah,
2: I think that there's something inherently predatory about... Um,
0: All right, so what if we're talking about an adult?
2: Y- yeah, that's what I was working to. Um, I, I don't think that, that I can say that it's wrong to think about somebody and masturbate to them.
0: Even I if you think- don't? All right, so why, why do you
3: think that if they ended up going to tell... If you masturbate to someone, if you go and you tell that person that you masturbated to them, why do you think that they might be a little put off?
2: Um, because you've 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 made them into an object a little bit in your mind. Uh-
1: well, also at that point, I know um, Doe doesn't get into this, but at that point you have violated their consent. Right. Because then you're involving them in a sexual act in which they did not give you permission to do so. But up until that point, I mean, if you're going to begin doing this kind of thought police thing where any single time that you have masturbated to anything in your imagination, that is morally wrong and shame on you, you're bad kind of thing. Like this, this is a really weird and dangerous precedent to set. Um, As long as you're not involving the other people in in it, this is completely within someone's own uh, imagination at the end of the day.
2: Um, even if you consider them as a full subject um the, 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 it's objectification is, is hold on kind no, of the it person,
3: it. no the average person no the average for oh hold on yeah and it's not that's not necessarily the case sure. all Right? that's not necessarily the case it could I be the, no you actually like totally no you just like you're really infatuated with them you see them totally as a person but you masturbate to them without their consent
2: sure i, I think that there's still a level of objectification that can occur there it doesn't have to but yeah
3: so uh, wait, but they can make you feel do you think that's you the feel only like reason an you object when you if they're told that they were masturbated to without acquiring their consent.
2: Can you ask that question again? I was trying to talk, I didn't know that you are talking. What'd you say?
3: You All right. Do you think that is the only
0: reason why someone who learns that they were masturbated to without their consent would be off-put at learning that new knowledge? Do I think that they would be
2: off-put? Is that what you just asked?
0: I'm asking you, do you think that the reason that you gave is the only reason why? No,
2: I, I've already said that. I think that the reasons can be multitudinous. Like it- Like what? Um, well, uh, being, becoming a sexualized object in the mind
0: of somebody yep, else right. is
2: itself. I, I know I did. Uh,
4: Just
0: say something else.
4: I don't know the
2: reasons that everyone might come away with feeling a negative feeling from a particular event. Lots of okay, things. That the, answer. For, the answer is
3: violating their consent. But you did violate their why. consent. You did violate their consent. Yes, you did. If so, this person is hypothetical, masturbated someone else, and did not acquire their consent to do so, you violated their consent. How did you
1: violate? I fundamentally disagree with that statement. I don't think you're violating people's consent by imagination, by imagining them, because they're unaware of what you're doing. Um, And I think it would be a very dangerous precedent to say that uh, and to extrapolate it to anything else. Like what, what you were doing in the privacy of your own mind stays in the privacy of your own mind until you involve the other individual. Once you've gone to that other individual again and been like, hey, I masturbated to you yesterday, then. You are now violating their consent because you have involved them in the act itself.
3: Violate their consent. Because you were you able to use an aspect of them to get yourself off sexually without their permission. You
1: use oh, I like Kezbox.
4: Everyone
3: to go check out Kezbox's channel. You used that person, the image of that person. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, all right. I'm to ask you another question. No, hold on. This is so is the problem like if someone does not know that you use them to get off sexually, then it's fine?
2: Well, it depends on how you use them. Why is it the pen? Well, because there are some ways where you can physically use somebody, and there are some ways in which the, it, it remains entirely in your mind. I don't think desire Why? itself is, is yeah. requires somebody else's consent.
3: Why does the physicality matter? There are easily sex acts that we can imagine, which are not strictly physical. Can you name one for me? Like masturbating to someone. Um, but you didn't do an action to them. Yeah, but you're using them. You are you're using, using their, their
2: mind. mind. In their your mind, you're imagining them. If you have the picture, like I said, the picture seems to be, like like, the
3: weird part of that, but, like... All right, hold on. I'm gonna give you another example and I'm going to ask you to distinguish it. All right. Because I wanna say I'm trying to get exactly like what your morals are here. If you have someone, let's say that you have a person who goes out into public, all right? Yeah, I and they way, have a humiliation fetish.
4: Yeah.
3: Okay. Right? And they go out in front of anyone, it could be children, but just anyone who has not provided consent. And they I don't know, let's say that they like defecate themselves. All right. And they I had a up,
2: scab fetish too, Jesus.
3: Uh, I don't, I don't know why you're trying to get like ad-homs or whatever in. Wait, anyway. wait,
2: no, no, that wasn't, that wasn't, I said, I don't know why they have a scat fetish. I wasn't, I was joking. I, you gave them one fetish and then you added another. I just was being silly. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying well, it's to add-hom you. It's a,
3: it's a, we're talking about someone with a humiliation fetish. All right. The point yeah. is that they go out into public. All right. And then around other people, they defecate themselves. Other people see them. And as a consequence of other people seeing them, they orgasm specifically
0: because other people watch them, would you say that this violates the consent of the other people watching them?
4: No, I don't think so.
2: What?
0: All right, hold on. Wait, no. Why? You need, to, you need to justify that right now.
2: Because I don't think you consent to things you see in public.
3: So literally, if you are using the sight of somebody else to be able to sexually satisfy yourself, you're
0: totally fine with that.
2: I don't I just don't think that you violated their consent. We can maybe talk about other other parts.
1: Like if this crosses over into um, uh, people who expose themselves publicly or people who pleasure themselves publicly, that's a very different matter. All right. That is someone violating violating the consent of anyone who can see them because they're in public and they're physically pleasuring themselves uh, in many different ways. Right. If this comes down to, it's whether or not someone is at home or someone is, uh, you know, taking uh, uh, their imagination, sexual imagery and then pleasuring themselves to it and not telling the person or maybe doesn't even know the person. It could be to a celebrity, right? Like, have you ever masturbated to the image of you hooking up with your favorite celebrity crush or whatever that is? That does not, uh, I believe, violate the consent of the other party again. Why do you not violate
3: their consent?
2: Because you don't consent to things you see in public. I've said this like... this isn't
1: we're, No, we're, we're not talking about just seeing something in
3: public.
0: We're talking about using someone else specifically in this case their site in order to get off
2: yeah i don't think you violated their consent you didn't do anything to them
3: oh my no i all right i see i don't know what your ethics are i absolutely reject this i want th- i one bajillion percent reject this okay if you generalize this this is a t- this is an awful precedent to set
2: consent i don't know why consent is extends to what you see uh, what is what is because that in
3: this case you are using somebody else to gratify yourself sexually in that moment, they're aware, all right? They are aware, everyone is involved in this. There just, happens to doesn't, there just happens to not be any physical contact. Sure. So you are absolutely, you're fine. This person, the person that we're talking about literally uses other people for sex without their consent. You're fine with that. Um,
2: they use the vision of other people. Use, you keep saying like using the people, it's a so weird They are, they have
3: a humiliation fetish. They can only get off from the vision, like from being humiliated in front of other people. Sure. So you're fine with that.
2: I just don't think it's violating other people's consent. I, I think we could talk about other, if, other Well, Hold on, so
3: what if those other people are children? Are you still fine with it?
2: Um, if you do it intentionally around children, I think that the intentionality there is pretty uh, pretty weird, pretty, pretty why? fucked
3: up. All right, um, why? You need to justify, no, don't just say, oh, it's pretty weird, it's pretty fucked up. Tell me why it's bad.
2: Yeah, uh, you, you asked me, I, I will. Um, I think that it's fucked up because you're, uh, uh, that desire Desiring children sexually, I think, is inherently yeah, predatory.
3: With some wet ass P word. P word is... But why is that not fun? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What if the fact? What if they're not like trying to do it around children? What if it just happens to be a child?
2: Yeah. If they, if there's not intentionality, um, I would probably say that they like. Sh- that I don't think that they should if they notice the kids are around. But like, if the if the intentionality is not there, I wouldn't say that it's like immoral or predatory.
0: So we need to. Or we need to go through this. So let. So if we're saying. So you're just. Com- so you are just committing. this position that
3: if you have someone with a humiliation fetish they go out in public they defecate themselves
1: oh this conversation gets way more intense so if you're just tuning in now and you're like wait are they talking about some very uh you know uh, let's just say content warning uh style topics it it ramps up quite a bit so again i've got the content warning right here uh do not listen to this if these are things that will trigger you because yes it becomes much more graphic from here on out
3: front of children it's not like they were trying to like be in front they just happen to be there the, the children, they, the children just happened to be there. You know, it could have been any person, but the children just happened to be there. And then as a consequence of the children seeing that person defecate and be cut, like, but for that site, then that person orgasms and you're fine with that.
2: Can you see like the last like sentence, the last little bit?
0: Yeah. So person, humiliation fetish, yeah, yeah, yeah. goes out in public. The only people around are
3: children. They aren't necessarily looking to find children. Wait, the only people around are children? Yeah, the only people. We can say there's like I don't know. There, there can be like a combination. It's like mostly children. I,
2: like I said, I think if there are children around, you should probably be careful about something like that. Um, where you are actively no, getting off.
3: But... but why? No, no, no. So, so I'm gonna finish. All right. So then I'm gonna finish. I but we're gonna explore. All right. Then actually, you know what? Now we'll, we will just say that. Let's just say it just happens to be that there's only children around. Maybe they go to a playground. It just happens to be the nearest place by them. All right. They live right next to the playground. It's not like they actually like really you know want to get off in front. of It it's just like the kids just happen to be there and they're the only people there. So this person goes out and they're wearing their diaper or whatever, and they defecate themselves, and the only people around are children, and as a consequence of the children
1: see- See, like we're starting to get to it, we haven't gotten there yet, but this is starting to become what I find is kind of the problem with um, just like the online debate culture, is that the intent behind this and setting up this hypothetical is to isolate uh, where exactly is the moral stance on Doe, on this very specific issue in relation to what people are doing, uh, if it is viewable or seen by children. I think Doe has been very clear on its stance on this position. But now as we're getting into the weeds, like the hypothetical is becoming more and more complex. We've now got a person with a humiliation fetish. We've got a second person who is going to defecate themselves. And by the other person defecating themselves, the person with the humiliation fetish is going to uh, somehow achieve orgasm through that. This entire act is being done in the presence of children. Where do you stand on this entire situation now?
3: Seeing them defecate,
1: then they orgasm. You are fine with that.
2: No, I've already said that if it's that if there's children around that you probably shouldn't do it.
3: No, the reason that you said it was bad if children are around is because you specifically are interested in using the children. This is not the case here. I the actually multiple ch- things. Either.
2: That's not the only thing that I've said.
1: I never said so this are because people other keep asking. Me
2: I think that getting off from the gaze of children is what would be the, the, the harm there. That 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 their gaze is the problem because the humiliation is that children are seeing you. Um,
3: wait. Explain, wait, hold on. Wait, what harm, what harm are you talking about? What exactly is, what yeah, is the, the question? Harm?
2: What harm are you talking about?
3: I'm talking about violating someone's categorical right to consent.
2: Mm, can you, can you explain to me in what way you have a consent, you, you have the ability to consent to things you see in public? Are you because, saying, no, I, hold on,
3: stop. You keep, you keep trying to bring it back to seeing. Well, I've never it argued seeing. Back. No, this is using someone else. The seeing just happens to be the way that they're using there it. There are multiple cases. We're, talking, we're, talking, specifically I
4: know that
0: we're talking specifically someone else for sex. That is what we're talking about we're talking about using someone else for sex this is just one way where you can use
3: someone for sex in a way where it's clearly sex even though even though
0: they're not physically in contact
2: um i would be careful about saying it's sex itself um, it's a sex act
0: and also
3: wait hold on put, there are ways people awesome. to, to have sex where you're not physically in contact like this is a sex act if you want to try and parse the difference between what's well, a sex act.
2: I don't agree act. with your definition of sex acts. We might have to back up to there if you want to move this conversation forward. In a no, the reason, no, hold on.
3: The uh, reason why yeah. we're talking about this is because I'm justifying my definition of a sex act. This is what I'm doing right now. We're I mean, showing you're, me- you're
2: asking me a bunch of questions. I, I, you haven't justified yourself. You just want to push me into somewhere. I,
3: no, I because you're, your outcome, your definition of sex would mean that this is not a sex act and there's no violation. I actually, of I haven't even given a definition of sex. You, wait, hold on. You gave several definitions from a legal- I listed
2: legal- the fact that there are many ways that different legal systems and mine I, mine, I I picked mine alone because there were, I mean, not because, but because I live here, but in mine alone, there were multiple different ways that, that, that they define sex. I was just pointing out that it's a very complex problem and that I didn't think that your um, flattening of the complexity was yeah, very useful.
3: And I would say it is useful work because work it gives us clear work work answers work for how to be able to deal with these kinds of situations.
2: Well- sure, you want to condemn these people, but like I, I don't think that just wanting that itself is, is, it means it's better.
3: Wait, no, it's, I, I think, that, no, this, has, this is the whole point of being able to show bad outcomes of different systems, all right? Right now, I'm showing you the benefit of mine because I would say that being able to use one, use a definition of sex act, which focuses primarily on intent, is able to give us clear answers for these kinds of questions, when otherwise, if we want to go off of one that requires, for example, physical contact,
0: that you cannot be able to resolve.
2: So, I think that, um, even if we can say that, that, um, which I don't agree, but even if we wanted to say that, like, your definition makes it work in this example, it actually fucks up a bunch of other examples that I think are, um, um, really important. Like what? Well, because your definition of sex acts is, um, About the intent, and especially like primary intent, I I think is how you said it maybe, um, um, to elicit, um, sexual desire in some way, whether for yourself or someone else, right?
0: That's about right.
2: Um, well, I, personally, and maybe I'm a little different from everybody, that's okay, um, but personally, I like to feel sexy. I, I, I like to feel sexy even in public. I'm not getting off in public, but I like to- I'm sorry, you said something? We're not
3: talking about feeling sexy.
2: Wait, what? oh, can I, can I can actually like fully explore what I'm saying? Sure, like I, I know that you're not talking about being sexy or feeling sexy or whatever, but what I'm talking about is I choose the things that I wear and how I present myself with the intent for my own sexual desire to express myself sexually and to feel it sexually.
3: Wait, you are, no, hold on. We're not talking, we're not talking about like the intent. I'm trying to figure out, wait, hold on. So are you saying that you dress the way that you do to like get off in public?
2: You you keep going back to getting off. N- no, uh, that, talking
3: uh, about going to sexual desires.
2: Yeah, have you never felt something sexual without it being coming? <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, like, that sexual desire does not start and stop with the orgasm itself.
3: <laughs> Wait, no, or oh, hold on, I'm gonna answer that question because this is ridiculous. I'm, um, I'm sorry. The way that you the way that people arrive at like orgasm is by appealing to their sexual de- desires. That's what you do
2: um all right just and they're appealing people
3: Doesn't it usually do it. to dress and be a, and like dress attractively for reasons other than trying to appeal to sexual desires or interests like this is like the woke version of she was asking for it
2: i don't think it is i
3: absolutely I think, think that, that someone
2: can express themselves sexually without them inviting someone to touch them
3: that's not appeal that's not appealing to sexual desires or interests as not the same though. i think
2: it is if i want men to look at me in a particular way i can dress a particular way to show that to, 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 to cause that reaction
3: wait no, what So wait, hold on, is this the... So you're specifically trying to dress in a particular way to get men, like in order to appeal to men's
1: sexual... And by the way, just for the record, everybody, this can apply to both. You may dress in a particular form, which you consider sexy because you want to be sexually desired. uh, And you can also dress in that same form and not want to be sexually desired. You simply enjoy uh, the way it looks and you, you enjoy the way it makes you feel with absolutely no intention of provoking sexual desire from anyone else. That both are completely valid. And you could also, again, dress in a way which is provocative because you want to elicit that sexual desire.
3: Desires or interests.
2: Really, anyone's. But yeah, I picked men. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that I can and have, and probably will in the future try to dress to Which, appeal to someone's by the way, sexual since, desire So she was
1: asking for it got brought up that's one of the biggest problems with this and basically like uh, not that RGR is doing this here but people who engage in rape apologia if you were saying that like well she was dressed incredibly incredibly sexy or they'd say slutty or something like that uh, and what were they expecting at the end of the day like this person uh, was dressed in such a manner that obviously was going to elicit men uh, to, to have such strong sexual desires that it's only natural what happened that's like the old timey she was asking for defense where that is never a defense for anything. The the action and the crime is 100% in the person who is committing the sexual assault, always. Just 100%. There is no, uh, she was asking for it. You can definitely, if you are, you know, trying to help people, tell them to be safer in their environments, like, hey, I wouldn't walk down this one alley at night because uh, certain people have been assaulted there. It's dangerous. That's just giving advice because I want to help you as a friend. But that doesn't change the fact that if you did walk down that alley, that same alley, and someone did sexually assault you, that is no fault of your own that is a fault 100% on the person who's committing the sexual assault
3: like feeling desired it makes me feel good okay no then i then i would no i would absolutely disagree with that i think that there are plenty of other reasons why women or anybody can be able to dress in a certain way aside from just like sexually appealing to someone else right sure, i
4: agree I that, dress the do way
3: that I do because i'm trying to like get off men or i'm trying to like appeal to the sexual desires of women no like i dress the way that i do because i just like the way that i feel i'm not trying to like get off other people
2: well you keep going back to get off uh, i dress partially sometimes because i like the way that it feels and looks but other times i like to to, to sort of sexualize it a little bit and kind of, I like to feel sexy. I like to have sexual desire um, um, from other people. It makes me feel good.
3: All right, wait, hold on. Then we're talking about something completely different than what you were talking about in the example. All right, well, you, what, you're talking about, example. No, what you're talking about in that instance is not that this is doing something where it is not the primary reason why you're dressing that way. Where you just said, you just said that it's a part of it in the hypothetical that you talked about in the tweet that we are talking about right now. You said some people like the, if you go <laughs> to lose a public event because, Primarily, because your partner likes feet, you're not involving them in a the sex act. No, yeah. you're talking about doing something primarily yeah. to, to sex act. I
2: primarily dress in, on some days, that's what I meant by sometimes, I primarily dress on some days for sexual desire, both of myself, of looking at myself and feeling like I am a sexual being, and for what other people give to me, the sexual oh, desire- not- then I would say
3: no. Then I would say that you're no. I would say that you're absolutely violating other people's consent. Then
2: uh, I, I don't understand how me wanting to feel good is and and
1: and and yeah. So that's where I could not take a stronger disagreement because I don't think you're violating someone's consent by dressing sexy. And again, that like the, there's two polar extreme examples here. There's the one where if you just walk out on a hot summer day and you are wearing sandals, you have absolutely zero sexual desire, you don't enjoy feet, you know, you could be like myself, you don't have any kind of a foot fetish, you go outside and you're just wearing sandals because it's hot outside, I had absolutely no desire to show anyone my feet sexually, I was just wearing them because they were comfortable, someone walks by who happens to have a foot fetish and they all of a sudden are aroused, by the way, this is not s- simply a sex act, it's not like people just walk along the street and just come in their pants, this is not like, you know, the way society works for the most part, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple people who do that, um, but anyways, if you just did that, I'm not violating other people's people's. people's consent by wearing sandals. Because I am not trying to objectify my feet. And even if I was in the sense that like, hey, by the way, I, uh, I have, I've I got a massive foot fetish and I want to show everybody my feet because I like the way that it makes people respond to me sexually because it then emboldens my foot fetish. Again, I'm not violating other people's consent by walking around in sandals like that the, to, to take it to that extreme. There's so many other cases you could say, like if you're at a, a beach and there's a whole bunch of people wearing bikinis, every single one of them trying to elicit a sexual response from everyone around them, I would propose like, there are instances where people despise people looking at them sexually, but it happens anyway. It's just like a, a result of them having a human figure and other people will find various people attractive. That doesn't mean that that's the reason they're dressed that way. That happens to be swimwear, sportswear, whatever they want to wear at that uh, at that moment in time. Like, I think this sets a very dangerous precedent if we're going to say that just by simply being in the real world, if another person finds the way you look to be sexual, like there's, there's people who sexualize nuns like there's people who see nuns and that makes them sexually aroused i don't think a single nun walking around on the street is violating anyone's consent by dressing like a nun and and if you use that example uh, of nuns maybe then it, it makes it a lot more blatant because there's nothing room. that could be inherently sexual by that uh mark sokis thank you for the prime kiss box thank you for the tier 1 as well I appreciate it and
2: wanting to feel You're talking about like,
3: feeling like in a sexual way yeah yeah that's a sex act. I would absolutely call that a sex act. What? I would say, a
2: sex act? What did I do that was
3: that was a sex act? Because you are doing something.
1: Prim- and this again is why I think this is rhetoric is dangerous. Because if we are conflating someone committing a sex act with someone dressing provocatively and someone else interpreting that sexually, well, then where does it start and where does it end? Clean this seems room. to be like an old-timey uh, conservative argument that's been proposed for a very long time. Like, you shouldn't show knees; knees are too. You shouldn't show shoulders; Sold- shoulders are. You shouldn't show cleavage; cleavage is too sexual. Like, uh, uh, where where does the bar start?
3: Primarily to appeal to sexual desires or interests. Well, I I uh,
2: don't think that that's true. Um, I, I I don't think that if um, I think there's a lot of other examples that we can give of um, things that are very related to sex that in um, sexuality that happen in public that do not cause harm. And I don't think you can claim that I'm causing a harm by wanting to be desired by other people and dressing for that desire. And I think that's the only way that we can claim that this is like
3: yes, a, like a I, bad. Yeah. In that note, yes. I would say that if you are doing something primarily, again, we're focusing on primarily here, in order to appeal to other people's sexual yeah. desires without their consent, then I would say you are harming them by violating their consent. So you think that,
1: that fl- this is similar by the way to that um jordan peterson argument although he wasn't really making an argument he's just asking questions like he always does but i'm sure you've seen the interview where he's talking about why do women wear lipstick in the workplace they wear lipstick because it makes their lips look flushed and it wants to denote sexuality they are trying to entice men in the office to make them lose their control and, and you know give in to their base desires because of the lipstick and my first thought when i saw that is like we live in a society that is structured in such a way in which the value of women is usually a little bit or sometimes very correlated with their attractiveness. That's why it's constantly like, why don't you smile more, honey? Come on, you're frowning. You would look so much prettier with a little bit more blush on your cheeks. You gotta be pretty, right? So if you want to succeed in the current paradigm of our modern workplace, yes, you will dress uh, to be attractive. You could do it for a variety of reasons. You could do it completely, 100% non-sexually, which I would argue the vast majority of people who do dress up for the workplace do, including men. If a that is wearing a very nice cut, uh, you know, dress shirt, very nice tie, has his hair freshly done. He may look really hot to me. I'm like, wow, that guy looks really, really hot. He looks very stylish in that suit. That doesn't mean that he dressed that way to make me arouse specifically. He can do it because he, A, people just enjoy in general, and I'm just going to put this out there, when they look good in public and and people enjoy uh, feeling good in public. So that just helps to that effect. But also it's because these are kind of standards that are required in the workplace in our current paradigm. None of it has to do with me trying to elicit a sexual response in this specific case right
2: flattening sex like forcing somebody breaking somebody's consent you think that me wearing a dress with a low yeah top, no one, can no one consented now. to my pink I can, shirt well, today. My boobs a little bit and it would not, make other people feel a little bit good but we wouldn't be getting off for anything
3: you are you're being very particularly vague with when you say good it's not just good generally you're talking about good in a specifically sexual sense yeah yeah i would agree yeah no i'm i would absolutely hold by I would absolutely hold by, especially like here, because right now you're talking about very abstract, right now you're talking about um, an example that's very removed from what you said. What you said was that you're appealing to your partner's foot fetish.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen you sleep easy. I want to Yeah, I
2: don't think, well, I'm sorry. What's the difference there? I I I literally don't see it. I'm so sorry.
0: All right, hold on. Okay. So the issue, um, I mean, we already went over it. So you're fine. You're completely fine. If you go
3: out with your partner and your partner has a foot fetish and you go out, and know that, like, oh, yeah, my partner has a foot fetish. And because they have a foot fetish, and primarily because they have a foot fetish, I'm going to dress barefoot and try to appeal to their foot fetish.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that that's, I, and, then you, and then on top of that, all right, so that's step one. Step two is you're fine with that happening in public.
2: Uh, yeah.
3: And so step three, you're fine with that even happening around children
2: yeah as long as there's not an intent for the children to be there and as long as that you're not like like including them like hey come touch this you know my partner's feet or like yeah as long as you're not being like weird about it yeah why does that matter um because well now you've included them in the act
1: because yeah and that's the really fundamental important point and I think it like, just hit the nail on the head right here. It's If you are involving the children in any single way, then yes, that, that is obviously a huge problem. Not one that I think anybody on, on either side of this debate endorse in any way, shape, or form. But there are foot fetishists who just exist, and they are people who are going to also be outside. So again, if you are wearing sandals, um, is there going to be a certain section of the population that finds those sandals sexy or finds your bare feet sexy? Yes, there will be. Uh, I don't think I'm violating their consent, first off, by walking around in bare feet. I don't think I'm violating uh, people around them's consent by walking around in bare feet. Because there's no way ever of me knowing what each individual in society's particular desires or kinks are like i can't arrive at a park and be like okay there's 25 people here i've surveyed them uh, it turns out 10 of them are really into diaper fetishes three of them are into chocolate one or two of them like pepto-bismol uh, i do not have any of these things on me so now i'm very clearly entering a safe area where no one will be aroused in any way shape or form by any of the objects that i'm carrying or purporting or or like demonstrating and now we've arrived at nirvana we've done it
3: like
2: you're, you're making them part of it
3: what if they don't what if you don't like um what if they don't like touch it? What if they're just like around it? Like they see the person getting off to the foot fetish or whatever. As well,
2: well, you keep saying getting off. I hold right, on. Oh, wait. Categorically you, I, reject then, that. I want you to correct
3: me. I want you to correct me. Are you fine then if they get off to their foot fetish in public? Are you fine with this person in this situation orgasming in public as a consequence of their foot fetish?
2: Um, things stand right now, maybe not. But I'd like to move towards a society that's a little bit freer about sex. I think. I think.
1: Like in like, and then this like hyper isolated hypothetical because it is this is not a a situation that happens very often in everyday life where people are just getting off spontaneously to things they see around them right but if that is the case if you have this thing where I will have orgasms uncontrollably in public if I see one very specific thing well then I would say that's more on the individuals who cannot like control their bodily functions and have just spontaneous orgasms uh, than anything else you should not then be turning to the people who walk around bare feet and be like well you can't do that because there are a couple people who walk around who just have spontaneous orgasms against their will? It's it's very violent, loud, and scary. And because of that, we'd like to ask you to cover up your shoes, please. We don't know if one of them is going to arrive at this time. They are numerous, and many.
2: That having so, a more comprehensive view. So on you are. Sexes, with it. Um, well, no, so I actually gave it. a really nuanced answer there. Did you miss it?
3: So you are. So the answer that you gave is that like you don't think it's possible, but you would like to.
2: No, that's not the answer that I just gave.
3: Then I want you to give me the answer again because my understanding of your answer was that oh well. Probably not right now, but I'd like to move towards a society where maybe people have more open understandings of sex. The implication there being that you would like to be able to have people do that in the future.
2: Um, I would like for sex to be destigmatized in the future to a to a pretty significant degree. um, With a broader understanding, you're not answering
3: questions. I I need you to answer. I need you to answer this question. This specific question. Are you fine? Are you fine if your partner gets off to their foot fetish in public? and you're the person who intentionally causes it, are you fine with that happening? Yes or no?
2: I think the truth is that you'd have to be a little more nuanced about how the partners <laughs> getting
3: <laughs> on. is a yes or no question. Stop. We need to get a yes or no to this question. Um, I- so
1: there's another really big problem I have, is the idea that everything has to be yes or no in debates because, yes, this is a very very strange hypothetical that i do not think applies to the overwhelming majority of the population i like i before this conversation i didn't think there was a huge problem of people who achieve orgasm without being physically stimulated in any way i know it's possible i know people can do that but i think they, they are a very select subset in that case then in the like extreme extreme examples of the the few people who simply by seeing feet like straight up come their pants um, then that would probably be on the person who cannot contain their own semen at the thought of feet more than anything. Like that would be where I would place uh, a violation of consent because this person who knowingly goes out in public and orgasms every time they see feet. I mean, that's, that's perhaps their issue to work out.
2: I don't, I didn't think I went on like Jesse Wee Peterson show today. Um, I actually like nuance and context in the answers answer. Okay. give.
3: You can give all the nuance yeah.
2: that you want. After
1: Gravitron. Thank you. You walked you're into not, a hell of a discussion.
2: Followed my answer. If you want to ask questions, it's okay. I, I can explain anything that I say.
3: No, because I. Th- all right. So you asked me. All right. I'm going to back up. You asked me why to go back to the original thesis. So yeah, I said the, I mean, that, that, that might this is something you want to go to a That either for. was intentionally being made to justify pedophilia, or was negligently being made and ends up justifying pedophilia. So based on where the conversation is right yeah, well, now, it's,
5: just, it's probably a very unique physical problem because I don't
3: think that you can give a clear answer to say that according to your worldview, yes, you would be fine with this.
2: Uh, yes, I have nuanced answers to questions. Um, I don't think that it's okay to do sex acts with children. And I don't think it's okay to include
3: children in your sex acts. Do you wow. think that it's... All right, then, hold on. Then do you think it's fine because... Thank you do you a to a physical touch? Do you think it's fine if someone gets off, to your, gets off to their foot fetish as a result of you doing it, and the children are around and even see it, but do not um, touch your partner at all?
2: It depends on how the orgasm
3: occurs. All right. so tell me why it matters. all right tell me in, so tell me in which ways then you would be fine with that happening?
1: because the overarching theme here seems to be the visual violation of consent and i think time and time again the examples that are being brought up doe is being very clear and concise in which like we cannot enter this territory where you are visually violating people's consent simply through the act of doing something, which is typically, and this is starting out in things that are just really, really, you know, normalized in society, walking around barefoot, walking around in shoes, sorry, in sandals, something where you have exposed skin, uh, any anything like that. If we start at that, where it's like, well, now you violated people's consent by walking around barefoot, which, again, goes back to kind of like old Puritan ways of saying that, like, you cannot have exposed skin, you cannot show anything like that. I I think it is a very dangerous, oh, and here comes mm, debate term, slippery slope.
3: Tell me in what kind of scenario you would be fine with your partner getting off around children, and you would say that's a fine thing. Well
2: getting off in public with you know the potential for children to be around like i said making it intent about children is um is, is very would, would make it i think um morally you know wrong
3: but all right and we talked I, about that before i i don't right? like full nuanced
2: answer I, I really wish you'd let me finish um you
3: just keep not responding to me based on what we already talked about you I, keep, you keep i feel like you keep trying to avoid answering the questions That's why i keep trying to pull you back so we stay on time.
2: well it sounds like you're trying to get a clip um because you don't actually want to like discuss the nuance of this
3: no, I am discussing nuance. I think you, that you're, you're- really not. You, you literally out. just said, give me a yes or no answer. No, I don't like your nuanced exactly. answer. What give we, me a yes or no that answer. That answer. Are you serious? No, nuance, no, hold on. <laughs> nuance is not the same as refusing to give a yes or a no. You can give all the nuance that you want and also give a clear yes or a no. Sometimes
2: it's not just a yes or a no. Sometimes you have to make a nuanced case for sometimes yes and sometimes no. There are some people that's who right. have like, um, who have like premature ejaculations. They'll even do it like in public without touching or anything like that. They don't mean to. It's not like, you know- uh, but it still occurs, um, I think that people can orgasm in public in ways that aren't very, like, um, harmful. Um, but I think that there are ways that are harmful.
3: Okay, so I want to give you another scenario based on what you've already said, and I want you to tell me if it is or if it is not harmful,
2: okay? Uh, I think we've walked through enough of these examples. I don't really know what else you're trying to get out of this. I, I, no, I'm trying to I test feel like mind. we really, really have, I mean, yeah, of course you're trying to test me. You've tested me like five times now, and I've been pretty consistent.
0: Uh, no, um, you have
3: not been consistent. I can't even get a baseline.
1: And this, again, um, Hagbard, Selene, thank you. precisely
5: correct appraisal of Kant.
1: (laughs) I'm intentionally not involving uh, Kant or or the philosophy aspect of this because this is more of, and I think uh, Doe was completely right to speak about this in terms of like, you are looking for uh, a statement by me, right? You're looking to get a statement or a clip or something in which it justifies the accusation that I either enable or am a useful idiot to pedophiles through my rhetoric. That's that's why we've gone and cycled through so many of these hypothetical scenarios so far. That's also why like, I wanted to take this and slow it down and kind of break down each one of these arguments uh, to explain why some of them can be dangerous and why I don't think they apply to uh, the broader sense of consent because consent is very, very important. It's something I talk about on the show a lot and it's something that like a lot of people have trouble wrapping their heads around. The very simple idea that, like, for For example, if you're a streamer, and uh, I'm sure this is much worse uh, for uh, femme-presenting streamers than it is for male, but if you're a streamer, odds are there are people who pleasure themselves while watching your streams. Okay, it's just statistically going to happen. Uh, Doesn't matter if you happen to be an avatar streamer. Just there are people who are probably going to pleasure themselves to your streams. Is that violating the streamer's consent? If you go into the chat and you and you say, "By the way, I'm pleasuring myself to your stream," then yes. Because you are involving them in that sex act. You want to elicit a response from them. You want them to be aware of what you're doing. All this kind of stuff, right? The same thing applies to if you uh, masturbate to your imagination and your imagination is masturbating about a friend of yours or a co or something, have you violated their consent at that time because you are masturbating to them? Uh, like, I could certainly say that it's, it's weird to do that about your friends. It's, it's, it's a strange thing to do. But it's the moment you tell them that you were doing that, that you have then involved them in the act itself. Up until that point, no, I would not say that's violating their consent.
3: Fine level of what your views are. Uh, really? You have not given a clear answer to any, like almost any of the questions I've asked. So I just want to try, I'm trying to ask questions to figure out what your values are. So I'm going to give you another example based on what you have already said to see what your response is so I can help figure out what your values are.
2: Okay, okay that sounds really cool. We haven't done this yet. I'd really like
1: to. I think.
3: Okay. So let's say that you
1: have. I think the most important thing to remember, here's, here's the baseline rule. Consent involves two or more individuals. Consent is not a one person thing. And that is the problem, and and that has been the problem with arguments around consent uh, for a long time, sometimes in the sense of, like, uh, whether or not people are, quote, asking for it and things like that. Consent has to be between two or more people. So the other individual has to be either aware of it and has to be either uh, acknowledging or refusing to to engage in the consent.
3: The person from the example that you tweeted about, your partner, foot fetish, you go out with your partner, you know that your partner has a foot fetish. You intentionally and primarily do not wear shoes in order to appeal to your partner's foot fetish. There are children around. You do not care that there are children around, but there are children around. Your partner, your who also does not care that there are children around, ends up getting That's off as a right consequence of you specifically appealing to their foot fetish. Do you think that there is any harm incurred to the children, even though they were not that was not necessarily intentionally a part of the situation? Yes
0: or no?
2: From the way you've described that, no, I don't believe a harm was done to those children.
0: Okay. So now we're at the issue. Thank you. So this is why I would reject your framing of this. Because I would
3: say that doing that violates categorically the consent of the children
0: and therefore causes them harm. That is my issue with what 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 you're proposing.
2: What consent did you violate?
0: because you engage in sexual acts around children by engaging incredibly
3: risky behavior without getting their consent.
1: Children can't consent.
3: That's not,
2: you've been described to harm.
3: Yes, I have. All right, well, let me give you an example of this.
2: Well, no, you... actually, let me give you an example of this. Um, so okay. I went through some pretty extreme child sexual assault. I was okay. sold to other people for sex. There were okay. people who looked at me and desired me sexually okay. and There is a very big difference from the guy who was looking at me and desiring me sexually and the guy who just paid to fuck my bleeding holes and then sticking his fingers down my throat so I'll puke for him so he can make me eat it before he shoots his load into my ass, okay? There's a very big difference between the desire of the first person and the actual act of the second person. These are fundamentally different. My consent wasn't broken when someone was looking at me with desire. That's not where that came from.
0: All right. I am sorry that happened to you. That is awful. That does not have to do with this conversation. It
3: absolutely does. Because your definition of sex...
1: Okay, so... um some of, I would say easily, the most uh, horrifying graphic details that have been told from a sexual assault survivor that I've ever seen in my history of watching Twitch and Twitch streams, and obviously my, like, heart broke the first time I saw this, and nothing but complete sympathy and empathy for the things that uh, Doe has suffered through, and as, like, gruesome and graphic as that may be, it is pertinent to the conversation they're having at hand, and this is this was the moment for me that like that broke me because ultimately the problem with these kind of like debates where it is about being right it is about like just proving that you are right above all else and making sure that everyone else who's watching understands that you are being uh, that your stance is correct uh and that the other person has been wrong this entire time that supersedes Like, in this moment, basic human empathy. I, like, I don't know for the life of me how you can listen to something like that, that something that horrifying and that horrific and then continue along the course of, well, I don't think that either relates or you're wrong about the way you're asserting it or I'm sorry, but that is uh, just falsifiable. Like, anything other than that, that is just unbelievably horrifyingly tragic. Um, If you don't feel comfortable... With that conversation, you can easily say, I do not feel comfortable discussing this any further. I do not want to talk about this anymore. Uh, it has reached a, uh, a level of severity that I personally don't feel comfortable with. So I would like to either end this conversation or move on to something else. Um, but that's not the way it goes. It, it continues along this line where it has to be, uh, here's why what you just stated does not properly fit into the definitions that we're defining itself. And like, there, there is so much wrong right now with the way that we are interacting with each other, especially online, and extra especially when it comes to large personalities and figures and, and the ways in which we are dealing with each other. There, there have been good faith debates. I have seen them. Uh, it's not a myth. There have been conversations that two people can be diametrically opposed to on an issue in which they're going to come together and at least be like, well, I may disagree with you on this fundamental fact, but I'm glad we can have this conversation. Uh, hopefully we've both learned something through the process. But this is not that. Th- this is, once again, one of these competitions where someone has to be right and someone has to be wrong. And even the lived experiences, as, as like horrifying as they may be, it's, it's apparently not admissible in this case because uh, it doesn't fit my definition of what I've been trying to describe
2: acts includes the man who was looking at me wanting to buy me but not doing it
0: um i think that we're about to be tos but let me be clear all right everything that you just said does not have to do with the scenario that we just talked about it
2: has to do with your definition of sex acts
4: your
2: definition of sex acts fundamentally fails. It includes people who wear crop tops, it includes people who wear high heels to make their ass look good, and it includes
4: the
0: man
2: who looked at me desiring me.
0: Did he get off to you?
2: No, not that one.
0: Was he trying to?
2: No, he was deciding which one of us he wanted to fuck.
3: Then I would say that that's not a sex act. Why, he He
2: desired me sexually.
3: If he was not doing something,
2: he was acting. desiring me, isn't 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 that the problem here?
3: If wait, you... so hold on. So actually, wait. So, do you want this person? do you... I'm trying to understand the issue here, and I can tell that this is a very like we don't have to talk about this. This is a sensitive subject. Yeah,
2: it's why I was really really upset when you called me a pedophile.
3: I didn't call you a pedophile. Yeah, I
2: know you're going to keep maintaining that we haven't gotten to that part of the discussion yet.
3: No, we actually have. Do you have any other examples of me calling you a pedophile?
1: Now, this is another thing that I wanted to stress. Uh, and is incredibly important around this that was what provoked this entire thing and at the time because I know right now and I'm going to you know maintain consistency on this, I do not think that people involved in this discussion should be uh, harassed. I do not I do not think that people involved in this discussion should get, Uh, threats should get all that kind of stuff. And if that is happening right now towards RGR as a result of what I consider to be very egregious behavior here, that is not the right course of action. That is what had been happening, however, to Doe, to Doe for months. Judo for months on silence, as, uh, you know, it had to close its social media account, it had to shut down Twitter, even more horrifying things happened after the fact because of the repeated accusations of either being a pedophile or enabling pedophiles. Again, to a CSA survivor who has experienced amongst the most horrifying things that I've ever heard in my entire life. So, it, it does matter... When you do have a massive platform and you make accusations of this nature and then all of a sudden everyone is going to come out and now there's, there's been the, the reversal backlash. Well, uh, why isn't everyone condemning what is occurring to RGR? This is what's, like, this was the inciting incident that started all of this.
2: When you say that someone is intentionally or negligently justifying pedophilia, what you're saying is they have made an argument that they think that sex acts with children are okay whether they know it or not. Your audience calls me a pedophile without your pretty wording around it because they heard your message they heard the message that you were sending out they heard it they heard it loud and clear they heard it every time you called all of those people yeah no they totally did and they get it they absolutely they absolutely understood your audience picked it up did you not did you not understand do you want to go see you want to go look at my replies and find how many people call me a pedophile without all your fun words around it there are that. people calling it a pedo in your chat. Yes, people in your chat are second. literally saying that. And
3: we're going to get back to having a productive conversation. Right? Yeah, I think,
2: I, I think we, do, we can not get back to having a productive conversation. I think the conversation did, you know, is about whether it, or not that guy who was it. looking at me, ready to buy me, ready to buy my holes. I want to know whether, whether or not that was a sex act. Was it a sex act when he wanted to buy my holes?
3: To what pedophiles want, or you negligently did. That is what I argued. And yes. that is what I maintained. Yes, you argued that I have a
2: belief that justifies having sex with children. I never claimed that. I have only said that it is okay to do things in public that uh, 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 deal with sexual desire.
3: You understand what negligence means.
2: Yes, unintentionally. Okay. So but what you're saying is I have a belief, whether or not I know it, that I did it, whether or not I meant to. You're saying that I said it's okay to have sex with children
3: Stop. Whether or not I no. know it, that's what you no. said. You that's said that about
2: me. You know that, Stop right? That. Those no. are the words Stop. that you said about
3: me. Two words in my mouth. I didn't put you know words intentionally
2: or no. negligently. Those are what those words mean. No, no. Anyone can see that. That's what those words mean.
3: No. And your Stop. audience heard the oh, message. You your audience
2: again. heard the message because again. they called me it.
3: All right. Yelling does not make you more right. All right? you've been yelling multiple yelling times in this conversation. It was right. only
2: when I brought up an intense, traumatic event of, of mine that I am now.
3: Where you say something, <laughs>
0: and you are not aware of its implications at the time that you do it. Yeah. So you, you think still do cause harm.
2: You think
3: right? that I? am going to unmute you.
2: Oh my god! You muted You're me. Stop
3: saying. Oh my god. That this is calling you a pedophile. Oh my god! And it is not.
2: That's so embarrassing. I can't right. believe you muted me. That's incredibly embarrassing. No. Oh, my God. Ye- no, hold
3: on. You were yelling, and you were trying to put words in my mouth, all right? So I am justified to be...
1: Like, this is where, like, it, it honestly, it got real, because a lot of the time when you're doing shit on Twitter, you don't think about the real-world consequences of your actions, and I'm throwing myself in that group as well, right? Sometimes you'll just, you'll put a statement out there, and then... What happens? The backlash. This happened in real time to Doe uh, for months. It was getting harassed. It was being called a pedophile. All that kind of stuff. And now it is finally telling the story out loud to the person that made those accusations in the first part. And now things have become now things have become all too real, in my opinion. Like this was one of those moments where it was like everything suddenly uh, boils to the surface. And I think being I I have no idea how Doe maintained so much composure through this, uh, especially up until this point.
3: Able to do that. Keep saying that I said a thing when I didn't. We looked at the clip. We looked at the clip. That I
2: intentionally or negligently justified pedophilia. That means that either I meant to say that it's okay to have sex with children or I unintentionally hold the belief or made an argument that, that justifies, made an argument that would allude to the belief that having sex with children is okay.
3: Now, hold on. Stop. All right. It's not just there is a possibility because I can't read your mind. I don't know what's in your head, but
0: the total scope of possibilities means that either you didn't know what you were saying when you said this or conversely that you
3: didn't know. Yeah. And I I stand by that because if you so you're saying that know, I made an argument
4: without
2: knowing it, part, that says it's okay to have earlier, sex with children.
3: You're fine. No, hold on. You are fine with people. You admitted you're fine with people being able to get off in front of children, at least in some scenarios. You're fine with that.
2: Get off in public with the understanding that children might be there. But that actually wasn't why you called me a pedophile. The reason you called me a I pedophile. I didn't call you
3: a pedophile. You just admitted. I That there are scenarios where you're fine with people getting off
1: around... See, again... It's like the gotcha is the most important part here. And, and that's just by this point, I was like, I, I just utterly floored. I, I was like, because A, the accusations that are coming out and it's, it's happening in real time. If you don't want to address them then perhaps you shouldn't have even had this, like, conversation in the first place. Uh, and things just got too real because you actually heard the real-world examples of, like, a CSI survivor, C- sorry, CSA survivor telling their first-hand account and now also imploring that, by the way, this is why it was so dangerous. I want you to realize this is why it was so dangerous and fucked up for those accusations to even be levied at me in the first place because now this is what I have to deal with. Now And, and people still are looking at this and even then... You are still looking for this gotcha that I'm apparently either enabling pedophilia or I'm endorsing pedophilic beliefs or something of that nature because we've done all these uh, hypothetical thought experiments and each and every one of them I've been trying to demonstrate nuance to you to understand why the definition of consent is so important. But even now it's still coming down to because this example you're giving, this real-world example shows that you are okay with people getting off in front of kids.
3: ...found children in public. I do not think it is a stretch to say that you either negligently or intentionally made arguments that would also be made by pedophiles.
2: No, none of my arguments were made by pedophiles.
3: You are not listening to me.
2: I, I am listening to you. I heard every word you said. Do you want to repeat it back to you word for word?
3: Yes, please repeat back to me exactly what I said. Right, maybe I, said. I can't do
2: word for word, but you did say that, that, I, that, that your belief in its negligence... Uh, uh, oh, I read something and I lost it. Never mind. Don't worry about it.
0: Okay. So you did. You agreed. Just now, you've agreed multiple times, actually, that you are fine with certain situations
3: where someone engages in a sexual act, gets off mm. publicly Sex around act. children. We're, we're, you are you, fine. No, keep saying. You are, no, no, stop, stop, stop. You are, you, you agree that there are situations where you are fine with that happening.
2: I'm fine with people getting off in public sometimes. Yes.
3: Even if it is
0: around children.
2: As long as they're not including the children in it. Yes.
0: Okay. So I don't think that my comment was out of line at all.
2: Well, you're implying that I think it's okay to involve children in sex acts.
3: No, I didn't.
2: Oh, sounds like pedo apology to me. Look at your chat. Look at them all doing it. They, they hear your message.
3: Um, well, right now what you're saying is incredibly yikesy.
2: Yikesy. Because you are
3: justifying being able to get off in front of children. I'm
2: justifying See, it's still getting happening. off in public. I'm not justifying getting off with, the, per- with children as of the children as the intent.
3: Sometimes, and you are fine with scenarios where people get off in public and also in front of children.
1: Hey, Woka. Um Yes. As- it's again, like... It's a conversation where in a medium and a platform where there is no nuance. Nuance is just absolutely dead. Everything has to be broken down to a yes or no. You either a pedophile enabler or you're not a pedophile enabler. One of the two. And then here's a whole bunch of hypotheticals. And then I'm going to test you with these hypotheticals because I want to find the one hypothetical that demonstrates and proves my assertion was correct that you are in fact either enabling pedophilia or you are being like a useful idiot to pedophiles or something to that effect. Um, Like this could have been... Uh, a moment where you just you you stop with the this has to be a win you stop with this has to be a debate and and then all of a sudden we can recognize each other's humanity for a couple seconds especially someone who has been through this experience firsthand And, and yes their real world example is is very important in this case especially when framing it around whether or not someone is in fact getting consent and if that is involved
2: as long as they're not including the children in the sex
1: act. Like, did anyone see Big Joel's post on this? Because I remember when the Kink and Pride thing was coming out. Big Joel made a little video post that got a whole bunch of hate. But it was basically like, do you have any idea how hyper-sexualized Society is in every single corner. You cannot escape it. If you walk down the street, you will see posters of gorgeous women uh, scantily clad, and they will be dripping uh, sauce on their chests from a burger commercial. You will look to your left, and there will be a bunch of soccer players, beautiful, chiseled men sweating, playing against each other, rugby players tackling each other. Sexuality is used to sell everything from video games to food in every aspect of society, and heterosexual, especially sexuality, is hyper like uh, hyper pushed on this 24 7 every single day turn on tv car commercials beer commercials you name it everything is sold to sexuality children are exposed to hypersexuality all the time in society and no one says a fucking thing no one says a word about any of this because like heteronormative uh, sex is just so normalized in society. Like the idea, like you even watch children's cartoons. How many children's cartoons have heteronormative couples kissing? Like I'm not saying they do anything more, but they kiss. The second it's a gay couple doing that in a in a cartoon,
5: oh, society has ended. What is
1: this? Why are they trying to indoctrinate my kids into the gay? This is gay ideology gone wild. And this was like the thing at the forefront when I was thinking about like, oh, the Kinkit Pride, the Kinkit Pride. Within minutes, I pulled up. Images of wrestlers from wrestling, from wrestling, who are dressed in the most kink at pride I can imagine gear. Full on, like gimp suit attire, leather straps, uh, thongs, spikes coming out of the sides of the head. That is an all ages event. You can go to wrestling with your kids, kind of things. And no one looks upon that and thinks, well, They're definitely trying to indoctrinate our children into S&M and DAWN right now. It's just like, there's a bunch of wild, wacky wrestlers being wild and wacky, and they're tackling each other, and they're getting all sweaty, and they're slipping on each other, and stuff like that. But you don't look at that and immediately think, sex, oh, sex, this is going to indoctrinate our children. Except when it involves, like, the queer community. As soon as it involves the queer community, because people are just not as normalized to sexuality in the queer community, even if it isn't supposed to be sexual in nature, even if it is something that someone is just wearing because they like the look or the fit of it, suddenly, suddenly society is ending. Suddenly it's a massive problem.
3: About the concept of risk earlier or risky behavior, can we go back to that? Because this would be when we're talking, no, about because we
2: still haven't gotten past your your failure of a definition. You I, can't I, fundamentally tell me, I think that, did, that my I, consent was I, broken, and that man desired point. me. You can't tell I, me that it does not point. cover that. That's not a sex act. The man looked at me, he wanted to. Are right, you bringing up your personal
3: experience? Yes, because that. my personal experience up, is important here personal... because you clearly don't have the actual, no, gonna, no, uh, uh, I know what you're doing. Oh my god, you uh, muted me again. You're bringing up uh, your own personal experience as a drama victim. To try and to try and paint me in a bad light. I know what you are doing. All right, do not lie.
1: Like this isn't a debate tactic. That's part. Like it's still so frustrating to watch because in the pursuit of being right, I feel like we're losing our humanity. Just like it, it it is. This is a debate tactic, or this is a strategy, or this is something else you are trying to poison the well with your own personal story involving this very thing that we're talking about.
3: To me or the chat. I know what you're doing. I know you're poisoning the well. Poisoning the well? This does not matter. We're talking about the specific scenarios of the subject here. What you tweeted, which is what we are talking about. All right?
0: So stop poisoning the well and keep on the discussion that you agreed to have. All right? Am I unmuted? unmuted?
2: Am I unmuted? You're unmuted. I think it's really... um embarrassing that you keep muting I haven't muted you once I I think that's really embarrassing embarrassing yeah because it is embarrassing because
3: you have to you have to like embarrassing does not make it embarrassing I hate to be the one to tell you oh my god oh my god
2: I'm not the arbiter of ultimate embarrassment oh my god I've just now come to this realization my wife says lie I'm gonna be in shambles now
3: so you asked earlier what's the harm of getting off around children and I will justify that to you right now
2: no I want you to justify your your belief of a desire being a sex act I've given a very clear example in where desire wasn't a sex act. A, a sexual desire wasn't itself a sex act. I, I'd like to, I'd like you to actually defend your claim because you haven't yet.
3: Because they have no hold on because um, we're talking about if you're doing something primarily appealing to sexual desires or interests. Yes, absolutely. the man
2: who was looking at me to purchase me was, in fact, looking at me with right, pure
3: intent sexual desire.
1: Sepakro, to be completely fair, I don't believe she was seeing drama victim. I think she said trauma victim.
3: That is not primary, no, hold on, no. You don't stop. think that's primarily about sexual desire? The guy no, who's about to, no. about to buy my holes? All right, so hold on, so <laughs> you're right, you're literally engaging. You're trying to poison, I know what you're doing. This isn't so poisoning stop. the well. I'm going, re- I'm going to respond to you, all right? <laughs> I'm going to respond to you, but I know everyone can tell exactly what you're trying to do, okay? So I'm going to respond to you. Am I unmuted? I'm unmuting you right now. Oh,
2: it's Riley Stream, it's fine for her to mute the pedo-apologist. I still think it's- I'm meeting you it's,
3: when it's... you're in, get, I'm, you know when I'm meeting you. Don't lie.
2: I don't know. It doesn't show me. All right. How am I supposed to know? I say, Wait, you I just said that and you're going to just move on? Say, you're going to say that and you're I just would... going to
3: move on? No, 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 I'm responding to what you said. Yeah, you I said something was a lie scenario, and, and
2: then you're not going to acknowledge I, that it wasn't true and now you're just trying to move on. I can't I, no, no, see no, no, when you not, knew me. I would
3: respond to you. You're asking me to respond to an incredibly inflammatory uh, hypothetical. I'm asking scenario. you to, so I'm, to respond I'm going to, justify... to my
2: personal experience because it is the ultimate counter to your poor definition.
3: No, it's not the ultimate counter. I'm about to explain why. Also, can you please give a trigger warning? People in my chat are asking that you give a trigger warning before you talk about.
2: No, I don't think so. You didn't give me a trigger warning when you called me a pedophile.
3: I didn't call you a pedophile. You did. No, I didn't. You we didn't. already didn't. went over it. Yeah, I was right. No, no, absolutely not. I reject that. Do you have any other? All right, hold on. You said multiple times. Is there any other time aside from this? Because here, I would reject that I ever called you a pedophile. I reject that one hundred percent. You said I called you a pedophile multiple times. Are there any other times where that possibly happened?
2: You deleted all your tweets. Don't you remember?
3: I did. I never tweeted calling you a pedophile. Mm, Okay. So you're just calling me a liar then?
2: Uh, no, I said at the very beginning of this debate that neither of us can prove that claim because you hid all the evidence, so it's impossible I didn't hide all the evidence, I deleted anything. it because
3: you and your community were harassing me.
2: Uh, sure, we were talking about things that you said publicly as a public figure, that is- I never- do you have any
3: screen- or do you have any screen cap? If I deleted a tweet, then I could have had- it. There, your are there girlfriend any tweeted,
2: and it seemed to be in line with things that you believed.
3: Because you I have made the exact same argument evidence.
2: as you about how, uh, how desiring a foot fetish, uh, desiring feet with a foot fetish is itself a sex act. And then she cited no, some no, like legal stuff no, and then no, she got no, put on stop. bad any, Oh man, That was so funny. Evidence.
3: You don't have any actual evidence so that we right. you call your pedophile once.
2: Uh, you did it multiple times, but... Um,
3: no, I didn't. I didn't. You never have provided matter. any okay. evidence. Okay. To
2: the I can't, like I already said, I can't prove that you tweeted those things. It's fine. We can move on from it. I know you did it. You deleted your tweet. You specifically why then. Why are you trying to prove something that you don't even know is true? Well, I know that it happened because it happened to me. And Beyond wait, that, so, I don't need those sorry. tweets here because your video. All right, is wait. Enough. How is
3: that any difference? Hold on. We need to go through that point because there's there's a massive issue there. So you're saying that what you're saying it's true that I called you a pedophile multiple times because it happened to you. That is your evidence, right? No, I'm telling you that I I can't provide evidence. I said
2: that at the no, very you're beginning saying, of the discussion, and I can't do you it are now. You're saying
3: you're saying that it you're saying that it's true. That I call you a pedophile multiple times because it happened to you, and you know it to be true. Well, that's what you're providing to me. It.
2: No, I know it happened. It happened to me. I know I it can't didn't prove happen. It. There's no I know evidence it because happen. you deleted it all of it. I know it didn't happen. Okay, and like I said, neither of us can move forward on that. I've said that more than once. It's fine. So you did
3: lie about me.
2: I didn't lie. The same Do you have any
3: proof that you were telling the truth?
2: Yes, the video is the proof. No, it's not. If you say that someone is intentionally or unintentionally defending pedophilia, what you're saying is that they either... I'm literally saying you, don't, you may have not you intentionally said, defended pedophilia. I know that it's not all intentional. Every time I've said this, I've done both parts of it. You are either saying that I... I, I know that that I, I am actively aware that I am presenting something. If I that say says, can I if say you my sentence?
0: If I
3: no, you're not responding to me. If I, I, I say, say I am responding
2: to you, I'm saying intentionally or unintentionally, one of them is that I knowingly am justifying having sex with children, and the other one And is, the other one is saying that I don't know that I'm saying that it's okay to have sex with children. Neither yeah, of those are what I've that, done.
3: I yeah. Think that is what okay about to... that second one there? Yes. Where you, where don't you think, think that I am that meaning.
2: You think that I am I, I unknowingly support sex with children, even though I, yes, have I more think. than once said that sex with children is wrong.
3: I think
0: that you said that in this clip. I think that is the plain reading of this. I was specifically talking about what you said here.
2: You were talking about the foot fetish example.
0: Yes, where uh, you end up conceding that you are fine with scenarios where someone gets off sexually
3: to a foot fetish around children. I never said gets children. off.
2: I've said gets off in this conversation, but I didn't say it in that initial one. But even if I did say, get wait, off, hold on,
3: that no, no, you are saying that you are you are saying that according to this clip and the beliefs that you elicited in this clip, that you are fine with scenarios where people get off to their foot fetish sexually in public around children.
2: In the clip, I said that it was okay to present your desires in public, to do things you, in public that elicit sexual desire. In this no, no, conversation, no, no. Said, I've maintained said, that I don't think. It breaks consent to um, to orgasm in public as long as as long as you don't involve the children around.
3: Okay, and now because we've gotten to this point several times, we keep trying to pivot away. I want to explain why that is wrong. All right, we keep pivoting away. I want to explain why doing a sex act around children, even if you do not involve them, is still harmful.
2: When a kid walks in on their parents, did their parents involve them in a sex act? So, no. What? Why not? No. They saw them having sex. Because you're not.
3: No, because you're engaged- because they were acting in private. They act they took reasonable steps to act in private. And so oh. I'm going to all right. I'm gonna mute you for a second. I'm gonna <laughs> explain why it is bad to do.
2: I um I've deafened myself and muted my microphone on her end because um if she's gonna keep muting me, I have no obligation to continue to sit there totally and listen agree. to her. I think totally that's agree. more than fair. She's muted me multiple times. This is the only time I've done it. I can't hear anything she's saying. I think she did, yeah, so <clears throat>
1: You don't need to platform the opposing views. If I'll you're see how long it takes for to notice or care. And yeah, like. What are you guys uh,
2: doing? I haven't read any of the chat.
1: Unbelievable support for Doe what maintaining composure during this entire thing. I, I don't know how it does that.
2: Mm. You guys think I've been doing okay? I've been trying my hardest. My hands are like sweaty. I got anxiety talking about my trauma. It, my adrenaline started pumping. I shouldn't have gotten um, as loud as I did.
0: Oh, I. Hey, well, you didn't listen to anything I said, but I just explained why. Oh, sorry, why. you muted me. I, it's, I, I only because thought it
3: you Because you were not in actually engaging with what I was saying, all right? I'm I trying to explain. feel like i you you've said you now stop you didn't okay. you said that there is no harm from doing sex acts around children and i've tried repeatedly multiple times to explain why it is harmful i just explained that to my chat and i tried to explain it to you and you specifically avoided listening to me which suggests to me that you are not actually engaging with me in good faith You, muted you are me multiple engaging times. that was with the first time i muted
2: you time. i just find it really um unfair that you keep muting me uh, maybe unfair sounds a little whiny but like i I've, I feel like I will, I've treated will, you with you pretty good faith order. here. I, I've answered every question directly. I, no. I've I've tried my hardest to be um, honest and good faith, and even you know no. answer questions that I know you are you are you are trying to make sound as intentionally bad as possible. I don't know. No, yeah. No, you are. No, and then you mute me when I, Yeah. Not. No. Absolutely. Uh, I think you're. I think that's absolutely what you've done. You keep saying I'm poisoning the well by talking about my own personal literal experience that actually has to do with actual pedophilia. Um, that's apparently that's not true. actually like I important I to you as someone who's like really worried about CSA victims, right? Oh, man.
3: All right. Now, no, clearly when you say that, you know you are poisoning the well. It's not poisoning I the well. Have, I agree that what happened to you was horrible. I am sorry that it happened. You mm-hmm. know you are poisoning the well.
2: It's not poisoning the well. It's talking about my personal experiences. Poisoning the well would be like, Riley is such a dumb Christian. She'll never be able to understand what I'm saying. Like, no, like, I'm not poisoning the well. I'm
1: True. And hey, this part is, is really crucial because something that is so important in all of this is that. False accusations of pedophilia and and false, uh, even falsely asserting that someone is enabling or helping out pedophiles, uh, and in the pursuit of what? Obviously, you would be making those accusations because you want to prevent further pedophilia from occurring. Uh, sorry, occurring. There's a very big problem with false accusations of pedophilia across the board, and and you know I've t- I've talked at the start of this historically about why it's been utilized and weaponized against members of the queer community before, for example, but. That's the reason she's bringing up a real world example here is because I have experience with this. I have been sold to pedophiles that, that that was part of my lived experience. And I can tell you based on this here is where like where the definition is getting murky and, and it's directly related to the conversation we're having, too
2: talking about an experience because I don't feel like you're adequately um, able to uh, uh, engage with the actual experiences of people who have gone through really, and really you, horrible things. The
3: problems, and I'm telling you exactly the problems and I also was going to explain all right so hold on so if we want to go back to exactly the reason why that person in the scenario was not engaging in the sex act I would say that it was not because they were primarily um, trying to um, pursue a sexual desire interest at that time that would be that person
2: in your chat the answer is yes that those a pedo if it thinks it's okay to orgasm in the presence of children you know that would right. like the norm that like people would fucking like now, hold condoms. on don't
3: try to impute no hold
2: actually on. Used to be the norm. i'm not wrong. imputing it i'm just telling you i just want you to hear like what your audience says i'm reading it all i, I know what your audience says i, I just wish right, you would i would actually
3: engage with what i'm saying because i'm responding to you i would say that the person in your scenario for as inflammatory as you make it out to be i would say that the distinguishing factor there is that they were not primarily us, and
2: i was sold to other people and you're calling me inflammatory so,
3: yes <laughs> I mean, right now. Uh, hold on. You keep saying that. You keep repeating this. You keep repeating the fact that you are that you Dope are. literally said it's fine to it in front of kids. That's not chat, what I said. Hey, hey the Chatter Toddsworth.
2: That's not what I said. Sorry. I just wanted to let that. Well, One no, That's not what I said. Yeah.
3: Hold on. So to be clear, the example that you gave, I would distinguish and say that the reason why that does not apply is because that person we can reasonably surmise was not primarily engaging in a sexual act at that time.
2: They were looking at me to buy me.
3: And alright, and you are and I know that you are trying to just be as overly inflammatory as possible. This is not so And true. I would say so I would true. say it's that true. in that situation, the thing they're primarily focusing on was the
0: buying. That's what my answer would be. And I know that you're just going to respond with, Oh my God, Riley, you're so terrible. I left.
4: The guy, the guy who wanted to buy my holes. The main thing he was thinking about was the buying?
2: (laughs) 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 I laughed, to be really clear i left i le- I don't want anyone to be confused i ended that conversation Whew. okay hold on i need a quick second
1: so let me say this because obviously that's just like horrifying to witness and it was the first time i saw it yesterday um first off and this applies to every single person if your interactions online whether it be being a streamer being someone who tweets somebody who posts on facebook In any regard, if it directly affects your mental health or it puts you into a dangerous position where it'll either inflame anxiety or uh, create suicidal ideation, please stop interacting on the internet, either as a public figure or even as someone who's got a smaller following. It doesn't matter. But do not do that at the cost of your own mental health. Because now I know there is uh, accusations going forward that people are now bullying uh, RGR, or, or now going after RGR uh, intentionally because of this entire thing. That is not what you should be doing in this case. No one should be going after RGR, no one should be uh, trying to send RGR any kinds of horrible things or anything like that. The takeaway from all this, and the, the thing that I think is most important, is that you do need to recognize other people's humanity. I'm not saying that as a virtue signal, I'm not saying this as a, like uh, a kumbaya kind of hippie moment or something like that. But that is the problem with the way that our online interactions like this seems like such an extreme example of it Where yeah, I'm we're all guilty of this you go online and you just talk past each other You want to win you want to have an argument you want to do all that And even if it gets to the point as it did here where someone is telling you A horrifying experience that they lived through that is directly related to the topic at hand um, That still gets lost in the pursuit of getting a win or a clip or or a dig or anything like that, and and that's not like the way we should be conducting ourselves. And I don't just mean this as like here's how everyone should conduct themselves. Uh, Principal Lance here is to tell you how to be better on the internet, but. It, we've all been complaining for a while about how this kind of shit is devolving, we've all been complaining about how vitriol online is just getting worse and worse, who do we point the finger at, is it our, our online interactions, is it the algorithms, probably that play a very large part in making it the the more inflammatory the content, the more clicks, the more views, the more likes, the more shares, so yeah, we keep doing that, and in the process of, you do lose your humanity as, as a person. Um and, and that is something I think that we could start trying to, to work towards and fighting towards because I fundamentally disagree with almost every single take that Riley was proposing there, especially in the pursuit of just being right. I think the whole thing uh, was, was I mean, optically, it was a disaster. Uh, and just like I, I think objectively, you can't walk away from this conversation being like, well, I guess I do kind of want to defend the position that if people think about other people while masturbating, it's violating their consent, even if the other party doesn't know about it, things like that, right? Um, So my, 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 like, you know, please don't walk away with this in any way, thinking that now is a chance to, now everyone needs to fight back now, because this is all over the internet right now. It's it's either half people are talking about this, or people are talking about Rittenhouse. Um, Instead of consistently going on the attack, and trying to just destroy every single person involved in this, what about showing and sending support to Doe? What about supporting it? What about uh, you know thanking it for having the courage and bravery to talk about this? That is the only kind of mass you know uh, internet action that you should be involving yourself in, uh, because I I can't even wrap my head around what it must have been like to try and to try and talk about this, to to to, to let alone talk about this in a debate format, let let alone talk about this in front of thousands of strangers and then tens of thousands of strangers afterwards over and over and over you know like i it's 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 bravery that like i i would only hope to have a fraction of one day to say the very least um i'm sure a handful of you found out yesterday or found out today that demon mama has been banned off uh twitch for 30 days as of right now uh, i'm not entirely sure what the cause of the ban was uh in terms of uh, the exact reasoning, um, it's been, uh, I think, uh, she's still waiting for an email to get back from them before she obviously is going to do a full, uh, appeal, and, uh, the reasons so far are targeted harassment, um, and they stipulated a handful of reasons, I've heard, uh, a lot of things, uh, rumored online, uh, was it because Demon Mama, uh, said an F-slur at one point during the stream, uh, it was a self-referential, F slur, um, and I'm not entirely sure if that is TOS. I don't know if members of the queer community are allowed to use the F slur in the same way members of the black community are allowed to use a soft a n word uh, without uh, it being TOS. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what the rules are on that, so I can't speak to that. Um, but. It's going to severely, obviously, affect Demon Mama. Uh, Demon Mama can still stream on YouTube, uh, and I'm not sure if Demon is going to be allowed to... Uh, I don't know if this is going to affect her affiliate status on Twitch. Uh, Demon Mama, I'm sure as you know, is the person who is the uh, the earner in her household, and I believe she supports three people on the income that she brings in and generates. So this is a situation in which someone is effectively uh, not only being silenced, but having uh, their income affected... By what is going on, and a lot of people have been asking, "What is going on?" Because yesterday, when I was trying to talk about this and trying to uh, give like a cool, calm, and collected analysis of the points being raised in the conversation between Doe and RGR, uh, I had numerous people at the time be like, "I don't know what is going on. I don't know any of these people. What, what exactly is the history of all this?" Um, I mean if I was to go into the history of this, this kind of dates back, and I know it's going to sound strange. Um, I mean, the conversations about kink Pride have been a part of just the discourse during uh, uh, Pride Month uh, for as long as I've been going to Pride. Uh, and uh, this particular discourse, which started at this year's Pride, um, was a little more intense, and it actually originates in 2020. If everyone doesn't know this already... There was an operation on 4chan called Operation Pridefall, uh, where alt-right homophobes detailed psyops that they wanted to do to convince brands to cut ties with the LGBTQ community. How they planned to do this is again to raise moral panic over uh, pride and specifically uh, the indoctrination of children. Now, the indoctrination of children is something that everyone obviously is, uh, I would say, against. There's nothing worse in society than someone who's going to prey on children for whatever reason. So it's something that galvanizes us all. It's something that makes us all furious. It makes us all angry. And it is weaponized frequently against members of the gay, queer, uh, LGBTQ plus community. uh, And has been for as long as they've been uh, persecuted. So this panic and outrage on 4chan uh, was uh, a very methodical uh, concept what they were going to do is they uh, posted a whole bunch of photos and these pictures were pictures of uh, the most prominent one that you probably remember from this year is the one of two men in dog gimp suit outfits talking to a young girl she appears to be five or six uh, and then they were suggesting what people should do with these kind of photos post them and say, how can you support this at Pride? How can you support this gay agenda? How can you support this, what they're doing to children? Post all these photos. They had tons of different pictures uh, of this nature and getting everyone to post them and get really mad online. Uh, And that eventually seeped into, even though this came out in 2020, into this year's discourse. Lauren Southern, I'm sure some of you know, posted that picture and uh, then Destiny uh, quote tweeted it by saying, if this is something that you think is acceptable, then you've lost the plot. I'm paraphrasing there. And then things really blew out of proportion once it reached uh, Shuonhead. Because Shuonhead made a whole bunch of posts that were incredibly yikesy. I called her out at the time, I did a whole video on it, and it started up this whole massive kink at pride thing and then it became part of the twitch discourse which means that it's going to be part of panels it's going to be part of debates it's going to be part of conversations it's going to be a part of everything because now everyone is talking about what is acceptable to wear at pride is kink at pride something that we should be deeply concerned about and that's of course where the initial conflict began between doe and riley grace Rauchong in relation to this but they have previous to this is not something i'm going to be talking about um, when it comes to Shu-On-Head, to her credit, uh, after I made an entire video, uh, you know, calling out her takes, saying that the stuff on this moral panic about uh, the drag queen... Um uh, children's story time hour uh, is, like, massively yikesy, it's, uh, you know, it's it's gross, it's what conservatives do, uh, this is not a demonstrable place where children have been, you know, molested or sexually abused, anyways, to her credit, she ended up taking those tweets down, but the discourse was out there, and it was in full swing, at the time, and I still genuinely believe this, my biggest issue, and the reason this was making me very, very mad, um, was because I feel that in society, Uh, That there is hypersexualization everywhere. Everywhere you look. If you turn on a television, if you walk down the street and look at a billboard, if you open a magazine, if you still read magazines or whatever that is, you will see incredibly heteronormative, hypersexual imagery, and it is very normalized. Uh, we sell burgers by having beautiful women with giant boobas eating the burger as the sauce drips onto their cleavage, and you sit there wondering, am I am I horny or am I hungry? I can't tell right now. Maybe both. I don't know what's happening to me. Uh, and I was also bringing up the example that when there is hypersexualization in modern society, it's been normalized as long as it is, again heteronormative. We're talking about cis man, cis woman, and that is what people have kind of grown to be acceptable. But the idea of people wearing things like gimp suits in public, something that is uh, usually associated with, uh, you know, the LGBTQ plus uh, community, but it does not have to be, but is often associated with that, is then seen as being something that could be damaging towards children uh, and was weaponized because of that, because people can immediately see that. And it does give you that feeling like, whoa, whoa, how am I ever going to have to explain this to my kids? If you didn't know, this whole thing, nah, this whole thing turned out to be a massive lie. The pictures that were circulating around of the two uh, men in dog gimp suits was not real. Uh, it, in it, that, The picture was very real. It took place. It was not from a pride event. Pride events, I was also trying to reiterate at the time, do have dress codes. Public pride events, where there is a pride parade, where you will see beautiful, gorgeous men in thongs, greased up for the occasion, dancing and partying like this, They have dress codes. And most major cities they have for a very long time. If someone shows up to a pride parade wearing a gimp costume that has a massive dildo on the very front of it and it's bobbling around and looks like an erect penis or something like that, that is against the codes of the dress code of the public pride event. There are private pride events where things get a lot more triple X, but for public pride events, there's a certain degree of acceptability. If someone is running around naked at a pride event, that is on them. The pride coordinators, when you have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, of people set rules and they try to adhere to them the best they can and yes of course in any mass gathering there are going to be people who attempt or do break rules but that was that was another part that was really upsetting to me and i don't have to or i don't really want to have to keep rehashing this but this was something that i was bringing up at the time this is from Wrestling. this is from wrestling this was from uh if i'm not mistaken the 80s this is a tag team known as demolition This is uh, an event in which parents take their children to. And there's no way you can look at this and tell me that this isn't the most extreme form of kink if someone wants to interpret it that way. In the 80s, this was completely fine because again, this was a heteronormative event featuring wrestlers who would again be wearing thongs, be very sweaty and be grabbing each other and throwing them around a room. Multiple times, there was not a single piece of outrage over this. I mean, I'm talking about in modern day, maybe there was back in the day, I'm sure there could be, but I'm talking about in the modern discourse where this in public, if it's gay, is bad, but if it's straight, it's okay. It, it just to me seemed like there, there's a massive hypocrisy going on here, which which angered me to no end. Like, if it is about the kids, these are toys. These are toys that are sold to children. I mean, if they want to buy them, adults can buy and collect them as well. I mean, it gets even worse. There was video games. There was video games that kids could buy and play with. Wearing, again, what you would describe as being kink at pride. If you saw this, walking down the street would be like, well, I mean, just certain things should be be kept in the house. You know, these are officially licensed video games, officially licensed toys. And again... No one was flipping out about this. No one was freaking out about this. They were freaking out because it's happening to be involved in the LGBTQ plus community, and we haven't normalized certain forms of sexuality. So, I mean, you can fast forward to six months ago, where Riley and Doe were effectively beginning to argue about this. Um, I want to pull up, if I can, one second... So I can read out verbatim what the tweet that started this entire fiasco was. So we can kind of get a bit more of an origin story. Probably should have had this before I started talking about this, but you know how it is. The internet. It's a... it's a complicated place. Okay, so this was Doe, and I want to read this. I want to read its tweet verbatim right now. So this is what it said. Some people like feet. If you go shoeless to a public event, Because your partner likes feet, you're not involving children in a sexual act. That was the tweet that began this entire fiasco that we find ourselves today. This was months ago. Now, uh, I'm sure at this point, because everyone has seen the video, everyone has heard the discussion, uh, what came from that was Riley Grace Roshong accusing Doe of uh, either uh, purposefully enabling rhetoric that is useful to pedophiles, or... Uh, doing so uh, unintentionally, but still having the same effect. And the effects that that had on Doe at the time were obviously massive. Uh, It received an incredible amount of hatred online. It received an incredible amount of accusations of pedophilia. It received a whole bunch of different communities going after it. And that also coincided when it was uh, beginning to argue quite a bit with Destiny and Destiny's community. Uh, about what exactly uh, should someone be allowed to use it its pronouns Uh, are it its pronouns valid Uh, things of that nature Um, now i'm someone who has been falsely accused of things i did not do Uh, when i was doing fundraising for palestinian relief efforts if you don't know this or remember this back in the day destiny ended up doing a tweet and made a tweet about me that said directly funding hamas yikes Uh, and then linked to a separate organization that I was not fundraising for. uh, Because, I guess, he hadn't done his due diligence to realize that while they share the same name, uh, this is a separate organization in Canada, and they do not, uh, if you are fundraising for a specific uh, charity, uh, such as Palestinian Relief Efforts, then take your money that you have been giving, or fundraising, in my case it was thousands of dollars, uh, and then put that towards the international headquarters. Um, But that didn't matter. Uh, The backlash was incredibly intense and both my online and offline uh, life got a lot harder for it. Uh, just, you know, every single time I was going on Twitter, I mean, it, that was what provoked it, and then of course we got other big creators like Sargon of Akkad, who was going after myself and every other person who fundraised, which by the way, that was one of the like the more wholesome moments in online leftism since like Bernie Sanders was just seeing all these different groups, Sean, Vosh, not fans of each other, uh, everyone fundraising uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for Palestinian relief efforts, and then people like Sargon being like, well, it, it seems like they are directly funding Hamas, if it is this Organization, uh, or if it's this organization, and it got to the point where, beyond uh, getting death threats and email, uh, which I uh, you know ended up showing on stream, I ended up confronting Destiny about it. Uh, he did not back down uh, from his statements, and I had to reach out to the organization itself and get an official statement from them stating that not a single cent from the money that I had fundraised uh, was going to go towards the international organization. Uh, it was going directly to directly to the Palestinian relief efforts that uh, I had uh, stipulated I wanted the money to go towards. And even then, uh, you know, there was not like an apology or anything. It was just, I'm, I'm happy that I could hold you accountable. Um, which is pretty, pretty ridiculous. Because when you are a large streamer or a large personality, and I'm including myself in this, and you put a statement out there about another content creator, about another streamer, and then that results in... Thousands of people believing that statement. Thousands of people thinking something. Thousands of people going after that person because now they've effectively been weaponized against them. Because yes, what what is more abhorrent than uh, this goofball on the internet who's fundraising for a terrorist organization? Like that's that's terrible. We have to we have to make an example of this person, kind of stuff. Um, and Doe ended up receiving uh, a whole bunch of backlash for this. Now, this was six months ago, and I guess if you weren't tapped in online or you weren't a part of these circles or you weren't listening to what's happening, uh, you probably didn't realize the severity or or how intense it was getting Uh, or the backlash that was happening to Demon Mama as well at the time for openly supporting Doe. If any of us, any of either myself or other people who were coming uh, to Doe's defense uh, at the time or were involving themselves in the kink of pride debate, such as Big Joel, uh, Jack Saint was another one, um, we would be labeled, and I'm using a quote here, uh, as the Down Syndrome Avengers uh, by Destiny, because apparently we were all coordinating efforts uh, to try and either attack him or his community or something of that nature, and it continued to just grow and blow out of proportion. Um And not a lot of people, uh, in fact, none of us, have, like, you know, Reddits with hundreds of thousands of uh, people in it who can, you know, utilize and weaponize memes or things like that, or of that nature. Um, So this was all going on for a very, very long time. And the reason I'm telling this backstory is that I know a lot of people were upset or maybe really taken aback the other day when Doe on Saturday finally confronted Riley and... It told firsthand its story about uh, child sexual abuse in incredibly graphic detail. And I could see the the way the chat was responding, both when I was reporting on this and even live when it was happening in, in both, you know, if you look at Riley's chat, if you look at Doe's chat, the way everyone is just like, whoa, whoa, whoa holy fuck, what, what the fuck? Like, you know, why why didn't you prepare us for something like this? Because if you're typing on Twitter, and this is about six months ago, if you're typing on Twitter and you just have the static words. I'm a CSA survivor, and blah blah blah, that's just, you know, kind of rude for you to be coming at me in this direction or accusing me of pedophilia, that's all you see, you just see that line, you see that line, and it's just in static text, and that's pretty much it, it doesn't really make you comprehend the severity and true utter horror of some of the stories of CSA survivors, and I say this because... What did shock me at that time was that Doe had the bravery to do that in front of thousands and thousands of people, and now tens of thousands as it has been part of the actual cycle, uh, you know, the content cycle. That's what was surprising to me, not hearing the graphic details of that story, because I've heard them before. Uh, On my mother's side of my family, the indigenous side of my family, there is multiple women who have just as horrifying stories that I had grown up uh, hearing at a young age, and it definitely does something to you. Because I can distinctly remember having that feeling... For maybe it's just that people talk about innocence loss. Like some people like just have that kind of you know, moment of clarity when their parents die or something like that. I'm fortunate. I've never lost my parents. Uh, but it definitely gives you that feeling like, holy fuck. I, like The world can be a beautiful place, but it can be filled with some really, really evil, fucked up people. And if you just see a tweet... If you just see someone type out, I'm a CSA survivor, I'm something like that, you don't actually think about the horrifying details of what that entails. And when Doe was going through all of that, it never had the opportunity to truly explain that to people, even people who were accusing it of being a pedophile, even people who were accusing it of being like the worst things or enabling pedophiles or whatever it was. Um, and it just had to sit there and then listen to the all nine discourse as people continued to say and do. Horrible and horrifying things, um, and one of the one of the aspects about all of this that um, that I think was really important about Doe finally, you know, telling that story and having one react in the way they did is because it makes it very real. Because we can talk about hypotheticals all day. We can talk about how if someone has um, a humiliation fetish and they're in the presence of someone who has a uh, scat fetish, and if the person with the humiliation fetish uh, defecates themselves, and it's in the purview of the person with the scat fetish, and the scat fetish person is now aroused by that, and both of them have performed these acts uh, with a playground like 100 meters away or something like that, then both of them are directly endangering children. Like, we can talk about those scenarios all the time, but real abuse to children statistically happens from family members and close friends, and the real abuse to children is not these incredibly isolated examples of this will trigger this event, which will trigger this event, which could potentially make children witness from a distance uh, two people who are fully clothed but are soiling themselves and orgasming simultaneously, or something like that. It is the stories like Doe described, uh, and and they are shocking and they are horrifying. And I think collectively, all of us want to work, even, and I'm I'm including Riley in this, I'm, you know, even Riley want to work towards making that not happen to anyone, ever. Of course, that's, that's, I think, something that would be universal. It doesn't even matter what part of the political, like every single square, except for libertarians and ANCAPs, every single square on the political aisle is probably completely on board with that. The other thing, I'm going to say this, as a brave little cis boy, is that for online harassment, uh, and as it occurs, because Twitch has a really big online harassment problem, and it's getting a lot of exposure now, which is really good. I'm very happy that they are starting to actually acknowledge it, because a lot of people are making noise about it. But when I get, say, attacks, when when I get people in this community, it's usually specifically because I've done something. It's usually... Because I've made a video about another content producer, or someone has falsely accused me of funding Hamas. And then, yes, I will get a whole bunch of people in my chat calling me a terrorist, uh, calling me a whole bunch of nasty things. Uh, that That's that's when I get it. I don't know if a lot of y'all watch a ton of trans streamers. If, if you're a fan of, uh, you know, the service, you probably do. Uh, and I do, because I find a lot of them very entertaining, and a lot, I find a lot of them very informative. And boy, like... It, it never fails. It doesn't matter if I'm watching uh, a gamer like Nicotine or Casey Explosion or I'm watching uh, an intersectional non-binary feminist like Lumi Roo. It doesn't matter who it is. If they are trans, they will get regular hate in their chat on a daily basis just for being who they are. And I know a lot of people right now are going to be like, whoa, here comes Lance with the virtue signals. Your little sis virtue signaling
5: is going off. <laughs> um,
1: Yeah, I- I'm not doing this the virtue signal. This is definitely an acknowledged point of privilege. If you want to talk about points of privilege. Um, where I, as a brave little sis boy, don't ever have to deal with that. I-, I do not have people popping in here and being like, look, sis, huh, disgusting. But I have been. In Dima Mama's stream, when she was posted on 4chan, and people on 4chan were specifically saying to target and harass this person because they are, quote, a monster, or they are, quote, uh, quote, degenerate, or, quote, inhuman, or anything like that. And then seeing Nazis just flood on in. Nazis just flood on in. And I called in during that stream, and I tried to support her as best I could because I thought it was pretty ridiculous, and I was trying to make fun of the Nazis. And she's strong. She's really strong. In fact, you know, uh, like, every single trans streamer who who gets up and and does a stream, knowing that that is just going to be a reality, knowing that that's just going to be a part of the experience, doesn't matter if you're playing video games. That doesn't matter if you're doing something completely apolitical. It doesn't doesn't matter what you're doing, that you are going to be flooded with that kind of shit, right? Um, And yesterday that happened again. Demon Mama was streaming. Demon Mama got, I think, six or seven hate raids Uh, I can't show them on screen because, you know, she's now been banned. But every single one of those hate raids had the same thing. It it had a a name that was related to, obviously, all of this conversation, a name related to all these topics. And it would say something to the effect of, uh, you know, uh, deer is not a valid gender, or demon mama is, like, obese or something like that, it would have just horrifying things, and then six or seven people, and I don't even know how they do this, I don't know how you can create an account and then raid in with seven people, I don't know how that was continuously happening, but I witnessed it happen, and they would raid into the, into the stream, and then they would, as long as they would last, because it would only last as long as demon mama could clip them, uh, like, take a screenshot of it, and then, you know, they would, uh, unleash all their hate speech. Uh, and then they would all get banned, and then it would just happen again, and happen again over the course of about nine hours, uh, it happened multiple times, and then it was around the Dylan Burns segment that Demon Mama's stream uh, got taken down off Twitch. In relation to that Dylan Burns segment, I will say that I completely understand why Dylan Burns would defend a friend, I completely understand that, I have done the same thing, uh, for both the right reasons and the wrong reasons online, and I've been called out for both instances. Um, I also understand why Dylan would support and defend someone who does real-world activism in an arena where real-world activism, especially related to the LGBTQ plus community, is in incredibly short supply, which of course is Maryland, right? Um, I understand both of those, but that does not excuse the history of of everything that's happened here, that does not like everyone who has now come online and gotten very, very mad for something that yes, I can easily condemn. I don't think you should be adding uh, the Maryland bar. Which, by the way, uh, if you're a law student, you're not up for the bar right now. You you you, you do that after you graduate law school, uh, and then and then that happens. So so doing that now as some kind of preemptive strike is also a little silly. But yes, easily can con- I can condemn that unequivocally. There's no question about that. It didn't start there, though, and, and that's the problem with all this. It, it didn't start uh, in the last week. It didn't start on Saturday because of a bad take. Like I just said, I wanted to explain this whole story to explain how long this entire thing has been going on, and again, all of the abuse that Doe has been getting along the course of this. I don't need to bring up the horrible things that have happened to Doe. I'm sure all well aware of it by this point. But again, this kind of activity is making this whole place unsafe and that continues if you are on the other side of this if you are a staunch supporter of demon mama and now you're using this as a galvanizing moment to now get angry and then do the exact same thing now I'm going to do the exact same thing and go after uh, uh, Riley Grace's community or go after Dylan's community. It's, it's, it's like that never-ending battle, right? One person punches someone else in the chest, the next person pulls out a knife, the next person pulls out a gun, the next person pulls out a bomb, the next person pulls out a nuke. It, it, it'll never end if that is the cycle. And by the way, mass flagging, if this was mass flagging, because I, I don't have direct evidence that it was mass flagging yet, but mass flagging is something that has also happened to me successfully twice I've had my original YouTube channel, The Surfs TV, taken down because of a mass flagging campaign. I know it was a mass flagging campaign because YouTube apologized for it. I had my second channel, The Surf Times, also taken down because of a mass flagging campaign, and again, they apologized for it. These were done after I'd made prominent videos on right wing figures. This is the tactics of the right, so do not use those tactics. Do not use these tactics where everyone goes out and it's like, okay, let's coordinate, and it's all mass flag this other creator that we all now despise, let's coordinate and do that, because none of that makes any of this safer. It's going to then become a game of every single person online at one point or another is going to be who's on the chopping block today. And all these social media companies that have literally millions of people using their platforms are going to just have to play catch-up and run around and then suddenly look at each one of these case on a case-by-case basis. In the interim, someone can be shut down for seven days and lose seven days' worth of income or something of that nature. Like, none of that is making any of this safer, honestly, is, is one of the biggest problems with all this. And if you want to talk about someone... Like effectively now being uh, losing their income. If you want to talk about like a worker, Demon Mama can no longer stream for 30 days on Twitch. We will see. Hopefully, there will be a, an appeal or something to that effect. And yes, she can stream on YouTube, but that doesn't change the point. So that's that's got to be my biggest takeaway from all of this. To be to be totally honest, that's that's the history of everything that's happened up until this point. That's that's the conflicts that are ongoing, and that's in in essence this never ending perpetual cycle that I would like to see stop. Especially, like, you know one of the creepiest things the other day when I was, like, just going through the tweets and seeing what other people were tweeting about all this, was seeing right-wingers popping up, gleefully being, like, leftist firing squad. Yeah, leftist firing squad. Because, hey, don't get me wrong, we do the exact same thing. When righties are fighting online, uh, we're going to be like, oh, let them fight, let them fight. But it is a sobering moment to be like, well... Who's, who's ultimately winning here? People who are going to be the enemies of all groups uh, at the end of the day. Um, leftist infighting is literally a meme. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. Um, please, please, uh, again, what you should be doing at times like this is offering support, especially support to people who have come out and talked about how they are CSA victims. That includes Doe. That includes other people online who are getting very deeply affected by all this, because it's very difficult for them to have to listen to, it's very difficult for them to have to talk about, and it's incredibly difficult, I can't even imagine, for this to now have become the latest content cycle online, where where people are going to make videos about this, and people are going to talk about this, and people are going to replay these clips over and over and over again, and it does take an incredible amount of bravery for someone like Doe to have made the statements that it made. Um, Yeah, it's pretty much my rant. And they'll take questions. One question. Only one. So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times. And if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to wearesurfs.com or watch the live shows at thesurfs.tv. And also everywhere social media is sold. Basically, thesurfs.tv. You'll find us there. Twitter.com slash tv, for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently it does help, and yeah, we hope to see you soon.
5: To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we will build a ladder to heaven to deliver you the daily news. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are your most humble of clownish jesters. To our lords, Trevor R. and Alexander Thaler, you have our undying fealty. To our Knights of the Round Table, Nate, that one guy, Hagbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Seller Vision, Ariana McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Ants are still running the world, Coulter Smith, Tom Grow, Val 9000, Jenna Tal, Quiet 185, Anna Loves Riley, Riley and Anna, Omni, Poodlehawk. The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Janis, Lemmy 101, Anthropophojak, Saren 42, Chronic to Hempog, Hog, Catherine, Radical Maniac, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Violent Orchard, Sophie Baby, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Josh Mickelson, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajinus. We shall meet you in the tavern, and we raise a drink, and we salute you.